This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We marking out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We marking out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We marking out, y'all. Spread it like this. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We marking out, y'all. We're marking out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome to Marking Out, episode 211, Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. You can check us out on Twitter, twitter.com slash out, and on Facebook, facebook.com slash out. I am your host, Dave. You can go follow me on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore M-O, and I am here with Brandon. Brandon, you can go... Well, Brandon, let's first start out with how you're doing, and then I'll go into your handle. I'm doing awesome as always. All right, and you can go follow him on Twitter at BTTG161. How is that throat going? I mean, you still hear me? I still, it's getting better, hopefully. Yeah. I guess that's all I could hope for. Yeah, well, some people hope for that. Some people hope that you just will stop talking. Yeah, I doubt that. (laughs) Mr. Beg me to open everything, right? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, of course not. All right. So, how was your entire week overall? How was the week of pro wrestling in your uh, in your opinion? It was for the most part good. My overall week was decent. Any highlights? Uh, not really. I went to a pizza place last night. New place in uh, Island Park mm-hmm. called Pie Craft. Any good? Yeah, it was really good. You go in there. It's like Subway, but not. All right. How is the pricing though? Uh, that I don't know. It was a like a cold open, but I mean the pricing. I assume it's gonna get up there. Like you're gonna end up spending like at least fifteen twenty bucks. Oh f that! For what size pizza? Um, probably That's, an eight inch or something. Dude, fifteen dollars is a size, is enough for no fifteen a large- like complete like total, not just pizza. Well, what else are you getting with the pizza? Everything, whatever. They have alcohol, or they're going to have alcohol. Nah, I don't it know. Was, it was really good. You just don't, you're just being cheap. Not really. No. Fifteen dollars for an eight inch pizza is not good. No, you're being cheap. It was really no. Good. Eight inches for for a pizza is not a fair price. It's more than just a fucking pizza. All right, but you're not really going into much detail. They, had, they have these things called burratas, which are like these mozzarella balls. All right, so how much is one pizza? Yeah, one pizza, I think, was like four ninety nine. All then, right, so that's then fair you, then. Or six ninety nine actually, and then you start adding toppings and. And they charge you per topping, probably. For they they have free toppings and they have the premium toppings and they have like the meats that are even more money. No. Uh. I'm telling you, it's good pricing and good fucking food. All right, well, for from what you were saying before, fifteen dollars for an eight inch, and then a I didn't say food. that. You assume that. No, you didn't go into detail. Right about off the that. bat, I said the whole meal is going to cost you, and you're like fifteen dollars. Well, that's because you weren't going into detail about it, nah, buddy. It doesn't matter. You weren't going into detail no. about what a meal consists of. Well, if you're going to be speaking about something, be more precise. I don't have to be specific enough to say that it's not just a pizza. I just said the whole meal. All right, a whole meal is in a fucking Let's pizza. get on to some pro wrestling for the week. How about it? Yeah, how about it? Actually, no. Let's get on to comments and questions. Yeah, how about it? Kick it off. Up first from Ryan Davis saying, How pointless do you believe the page towel segment was? 
It was the go-home Raw for the pay-per-view, and that's the best they could come up with. I would have even preferred to see Paige versus Brie and have Nikki Bella either cause Paige to lose or Paige fights Nikki, Nikki off and wins the match. I just wanted something to make me care about this match. We should talk about that first. Yeah, let's talk about that first. Or do you want um, to talk about it later? Nah, I, I agree with him. I think that I mean I do think that the Paige Towel segment was fine just because it, it led to that kind of like Bella twins are catty and better than the other divas. But the thing I do I don't like is the fact that Paige wasn't against Brie. Uh, I think that that would have been better for Go Home as opposed to her against Summer Rae. Yeah, I guess. Um, I just don't, I don't see how that would be like an embarrassing thing. What do the, you mean? The, what, what she had to wear. Like, I, I wouldn't be embarrassed. She looked I don't fucking, think it was supposed to be an embarrassing thing. No, I, it definitely was because that's what the commentators oh. were all saying. Oh, I, I don't think that they were it trying had to, to have come been. out as embarrassing. We're, we're going to take your clothes. Like, we're going to take your clothes. You have nothing to wear. You have to dress like a moron from the Rosebuds. Yeah, but that wasn't the part of the idea. It wasn't. In, it was her to be naked, not to get uh, to find clothing at all. But I think afterwards it was more like, "Oh, you look like a dumbass." Even though I, I disagree, because yeah, I don't. I don't think that was the. I don't know. I Dude, don't if see. the commentators built it up like that on Raw and SmackDown, all right. they clearly wanted it like that. All right, continue. I believe Sheamus is going to return at Fastlane and cost John Cena the U.S. Championship and his match with Rusev. Thoughts on this? Uh, I hope that's not really what happens because I was hoping to see Rusev go to Mania with Cena, although maybe that'll lead to something like Cena and Hogan versus Rusev and Sheamus. I think we're more likely to see Sheamus interfere in Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan and cost Daniel Bryan the match. And then we go on and see Sheamus versus Daniel Bryan again. For the, yeah. For I what? Could, I see what? For at WrestleMania. What? Yeah, I thought you were going to say for a title. No, no title. I, I just see Sheamus versus Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania coming if Sheamus does return at this point instead of the being involved with Cena, uh, Cena Rusev. Yeah. Uh, and then he goes on saying, check out my podcast, the Shoot Wrestling Podcast, every Sunday on the TSW Podcast, not on the, just on TSWpodcast.weebly.com, and follow me on Twitter, at Ryan Davis, K-O-W, episode 210 was awesome, as always. Yeah, so go give them a listen. Uh, we love supporting other fellow uh, radio shows and podcasts. Because why not? We got to support each other and help each other out. Uh, this yeah, one we're, is, we're all bras. Nah. <laughs> um, this one, some bigger than others. Yeah, okay, screw uh, you. Uh, Jasmine wrote into us at Reverse Enemsage on Twitter. Uh, couldn't get a chance to ask from my computer, but wanted to hear your thoughts on Gail Kim's opinion on intergender wrestling. She and Taz discussed it on his podcast, and she said something along the lines of it being wrong for a guy to go against a girl, and it being a bad image. Gail also mentioned that it would make fans uh, fans more sympathetic towards the female in the match, and that a female wrestler's skills, or lack thereof, are shown when they wrestle another female. Um, I disagree 
uh, I disagree with it all as well. Um, oh, she disagrees with it all as well. And it reminded uh, her of when we were talking about Candice LeRae and her comments on intergender wrestling. Yeah, I think it's a bullshit statement. Oh, I can, I'm I'm really blown away that someone like Gail Kim, someone so uh, well known, and um, I guess especially uh, someone, someone who, that represents uh, female pro wrestling in such a high regard. Yeah, with somebody who's as skillful that. as her, and someone that has wrestled other men, uh, other men has wrestled men in the past. I think it's a shitty statement. She's allowed to her opinion, but it's shitty. Uh, <laughs> um. And I completely disagree. How is it a bad image? How could you have? How could it make a you a fan more sympathetic towards a female? I mean, okay, maybe it does, but it doesn't mean that you can't show off skills. But even with that, I disagree. I'm not more sympathetic towards anyone in a match. No, it's a match. They're placed against each other to to entertain. If it's written right, like when China was tearing up the fucking WWE. Yeah, you didn't feel sympathetic for her. Yeah, you were like, holy, I want her. Well, I, I, maybe at some points when she had like that match, the home homemakers match or whatever with Jeff Jarrett. And um, she's like, she's down and out, whatever. But it's like, I want to see China go out there and kick ass. I mean, well, I want to see, I want to see Lita versus Dean Malenko. That those were good matches or a good match. I mean, even currently, where you have like a, um. Thea Trinidad going against Joey Ryan and uh, Ivelisse going against Joey Ryan and whoever else Ivelisse is battling, like uh, in the intergender matches. You're not w- watching this. Like when Joey Ryan was battling with Ivelisse and you were just like, you sympathetic did not come to mind at all. And it I, was, all right, we're in for a good match right now. And I know when Amazing Kong or Karma was signed with WWE, everyone's like, we don't want to see her face divas. We want to see her face superstars. Yeah, and to say that um, the, that uh, the only time where you could see uh, female skills is when they face each other, come on. But And then for her to say, or lack thereof, I don't understand. Like, why are you shitting on... Wrestling, like, why you just assume that people look like shit? I would I, love to know who she's actually talking about. I don't know. It just sounds like she maybe had she's a, shooting on Candice LeRae. Maybe, but even still, Candice LeRae, when she is in intergender matches, they have been very good yeah. and very entertaining. I mean, dare I bring up the match where Joey Ryan and Candice LeRae won the PWG Tag Team Championships? Uh, in that that um. What was there uh, versus the Young Bucks in that hardcore match? Right. I I mean, not one. Yeah, maybe you had some s- sympathy, but you would have sympathy towards any wrestler that was getting super kicked with thumbtacks uh, attached to his shoe. I mean, it wasn't because she was a female. And even still, it was an amazing match. She showed all of her skills. And is that was, is that a sexist remark from her? I think so. Yeah. Definitely, that's it's very sexist of her. Now, shame is on sexist sh- for, is it sexist for us to say that? I don't know the rules. No, of shame on her for not being okay okay with equality in the wrestling ring. Like I don't understand. Like for somebody who's that good in the ring, how could she say something like that? I don't know. All I know is that marking out, we're all about equality uh, in the wrestling ring. I could have sworn you were going to say bass, and I was going to get pissed off. All about bass. Yeah, that song, that stupid fucking song. And I didn't yeah. even want to curse on the show. I'm like three in already. Three yeah, you got to stop cursing so much. Cursing. I should come up with other words that are like curses to me, but 
I just I don't see the point. Like, curse words aren't they're just words to me. I don't see why they. I don't if, know. If well, people in England can say them, why can't people in the United States say them? Well, because we're not in England. We're in the United States. Plus, if someone we're not in England anymore. Last thing I want is my one of my professors to listen to this and hear someone cursing do on you, the. Do you tell your professors that you do a podcast or an online I, listening? I experience? wear my Mark and Al shirt and I hang up flyers whenever I get a chance. Good, David, what is Mark and Al? Oh, well, it's, it's nothing. You don't have to sit down with me. You don't, and have, to, you don't have to Google it or anything, bro. <laughs> uh, my word, this is what David is doing on his off time. Nah. Up next from John Griffin, uh, he goes on to say, I think a major problem with WWE is that Vince McMahon understands that guys like Daniel Bryan and Dolph Ziggler are over, but he doesn't understand why they are over. Uh, so in regards to that, I just I think Vince McMahon is past his prime. I think I'm sure he's got tons of great ideas still. But yeah, the execution I, I, of it is just—it's not. It's yeah, I—I I, I feel like he does have good good ideas and everything, and it may sound correct in his when he's thinking about it, but the way that he's going about it is incorrect. Uh, right. Which is, I'm pretty much restating what you just said. <laughs> um, but yeah, and it's unfortunate because, but I think that the good thing is from what we've seen with NXT and heard from Triple H. I think that if Triple H is in fact the next in line to take over everything uh, alongside Stephanie, I think that we're in for um, – it's going to be very refreshing compared to the thought process I just that hope, is of Vince McMahon currently. I just hope that if the day comes that Triple H does take over WWE, it doesn't turn into NXT. Um, As in what the current product in NXT is because – I still like some aspects or most aspects of a of a live Monday Night Raw or a SmackDown taping. I don't. I like the NXT way, but uh, you're not. I, I mean, think NXT you to said, me NXT to me is is really really indie, but like also really WWE at the same time. But that's the thing. The really really indie part is what's getting over. Yeah, I, I mean, disagree with what I. With that, in the sense of what I would want to actually watch, but honestly, I, I mean, you could see you see people like Tyler Breeze floated to the background now. He's nowhere to be found for the most part. I mean, yeah, he wrestles. Right, but Seth Rollins is all the way up there. No, no, Tyler Breeze. I'm saying. Oh, I thought you said Tyler Black by accident. No, Tyler Breeze is just. I know that's unfortunate too because he was he was up there and and it, and it just looks like it's, oh, it's because he's not a Triple H guy. No, and that's could what it, it be, looks like. Could, could I mean, look be, at all the other people who are clearly wait, 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 quote unquote it, Triple H guys. Could it be because of the Miz's current gimmick? I disagree with his moneymaker. We said it, we said that from the start. Somebody asked that to us. We we didn't see that being similar. Well, I mean, I remember, but it wasn't someone didn't ask us about it. I think that we uh, the dirt sheets were or the websites were like porting oh. it. That but, but even so, that. but look but, who's in what position. It's yeah. all quote unquote Triple H's new guys. There was those stupid so I'm gonna try and catch myself before I curse, but there were those stupid internet rumors or whatever rumblings about oh, there's a new click. Oh, I don't believe any of that. But if you look at yeah, it, could you could you just explain what that is? So what is it? Triple H, Tommy, Balor, 
Steen and uh, who's the other one? I'm missing. Neville. Yeah. No, not Neville. Zane. Zane. And if you look where everyone's in the positions, Steen yeah, is this, champion. This it's a stupid article where someone was. I don't know where they got this information, but they're saying how Balor complains during uh workouts and how all these guys are allowed to sit out of exercises with you you really don't know if that's true or not i don't but i don't also believe it i think that it's just some marky website just like how you said the other day with the ring of honor news yeah like i think it's just a way for sites to be stupid and try to get people to click into it Sites to be sites yeah with a typical <laughs> uh very typical i i think that all the wrestlers down there work very hard to get to where they are and I do, I do think that, that he does have high expectations with Tyler Breeze. I mean, honestly, if he didn't, he wouldn't have given him those uh, shots that he has in the past. Yeah, but who's to say, yeah, but look who was there at that time. Like, who else would have filled that position? It, I, I honestly, I don't think it's time to bring up Tyler Breeze to the main roster anyway. No, anyways. I don't think so. But yeah. I'm not saying about the main roster. I'm saying... Why is he not being used more on NXT? How do you go from main eventing a pay-per-view thing to just, where are, where are you? He, he wrestled in the tournament the other week. He yeah. put on a, a, an awesome match yeah, with, with uh, Tommy. Oh, Balor. Oh, no, uh, Tommy. Yeah, no, yeah. you're right, Tommy. Okay. But, but, yeah, it, but it's, still, it's still like, where are you? It's not, yeah, he wrestled him. He lost, whatever. But it's for the most part, you forget about Breeze. Yeah, um, I I wouldn't be surprised if I I don't think it has anything to do with that click at all. I think that's all BS. Do you think it's BS or do you? I don't know what to think. I really don't know what to think. Right, I, I would think like to think it's bullshit because yeah, it's I like, think it's bullshit. But uh, who knows? Yeah. All right. Um, Especially because we quote unquote know Triple H. Like we don't know him personally, but we've seen his stuff in the past. We've what do you seen- mean? Like, just just his attitude and shit. I feel like it's very one-sided. I don't know, but the way I see it is that if he didn't if they didn't have faith or see anything in Tyler Breeze, he wouldn't be there. Uh, I, you know what even though? You know how one-sided this thing is? Hmm. With uh the Vince Russo podcast, we didn't even bring it up. And China had like the allegations that she, that she used to be beat, she used to get beat by Triple H. Oh yeah. The I thought the rule was that if allegations like that were made, both parties, if they're in WWE, would get suspended or whatever. I don't. I never heard of that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was a thing. Now, really? And here's Triple H, the highest of highs. Allegations come out. I didn't do it. She's crazy. Xbox. No, she's. I can tell you 100. percent He didn't do it. How the fuck can you say that she that she she was never beat by Triple H? You were there all the time. I mean. But look at her past. She doesn't really yeah, but have still, the that doesn't matter. The most, the mo- Who no, cares? I'm not, I'm not t- hold on. Hold on. She doesn't have the most sane past from the ranting on Twitter to the laying out allegations. She, this isn't the first allegation that she has made uh, in regards to past relationships, past uh, WWE talk, and just in general. But what were the um, past but allegations? But I don't, I don't, I don't. Think that I've never heard of anything where both uh, wrestlers will be um, suspended. I've never heard it just that. Just happened. Didn't it just happen with? Um, who did it happen with? I don't know. I've never heard anything like that. But I also I I don't. 
buy into it. Um, I don't believe it. So, well, and that, what, what is it? Was it, that it was but, the NFL rule, I think, that they had to imply it, impl- implement it. I, I, I'm pretty sure they went to Twitter or something and said that after that shit with Ray Rice, I think, came out. WWE's uh, like, this is what we do. I think that they were just tweeting to stay relevant. I don't, I don't know. Uh, which WWE has been doing a lot of recently, which is coming off as so. I don't even know what word to use. Well, I don't know what word we used before the word thirsty came out. And yeah. I hate that I'm using that, but that's the word that comes but, to mind. Um, WWE is like, oh, remember when the, the cast of Hot Top Time Machine 2 hosted Raw? Or it's like, oh, we have an SNL thing, and a big SNL 40th thing. Let's put Dean Ambrose like he's on Weekend Update and have him cut a promo that's nothing like Weekend Update. I don't know. I I lost exactly where I was going with it, but all right. Next comment is from Rob at Rob Kimball Brand. Who would want to see Lashley versus Rock? Uh, Brock. Uh, will WWE? Pres- I guess we'll go through one by one. Is it Lashley versus Brock in WWE or UFC? Uh, it doesn't say in WWE. I wouldn't be interested in UFC. I. I'd watch UFC. I'd be more interested to see if Lashley beats the beats the crap out of Brock. Yeah, I mean, because honestly, I've only seen one Lashley fight, and he won. Yeah, I haven't, so I don't really know how he could take a punch. But I do know Brock Lesnar cannot take a punch. Did yeah? Did Brock? When was the last time Brock won? Did he lose his last few matches? Or yeah, he he lost his last one, uh, and. I mean, from what I've seen, Brock Lesnar, he has a glass jaw. So I think if if someone the size of Lashley catches Brock at the right time, it's going to – Brock gets very shocked when he gets punched in the face because, I mean, why would a guy that big be used to something like that? And he just crumbles. Will WWE pursue uh, Samoa Joe? Um, I guess this is a good time to bring this up, right? Yeah, I guess so. All right. Well, Samoa Joe tweeted out the other day. I have to click into this or else my little thing is going to talk. Um, <laughs> Nobody no, wants so, that to happen. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. I just opened that. All right. So Samoa Joe tweeted out saying that him and TNA are have parted ways. And from what I've been seeing, I mean. Which is kind of surprising given the role he played on. TNA. Yeah, he's a very night. he's very prominent with MVP and everything now. Yeah, with the BDC, the BDC yeah. clan. So it is very surprising. But on the other hand, like for a long time, Stone Cold Steve Austin has hyped up Samoa Joe and put good words in for him with WWE, alongside a lot of other uh, prominent WWE. But I, I, I kind of feel like that doesn't necessarily matter. I think it. I think it does help I, to have a little backing. I don't, just because if you look at somebody like CM Punk, who for years people were saying, oh, get behind this guy, he's going to be the future I've, or whatever. Have you ever heard that? I've never heard of yeah, CM Punk people like WWE. Yeah, I, well, I knew him. Of course I knew him. I knew him as soon as he debuted. He was like, oh, yeah, but fire. If you, if you didn't see him in that indie show no, that you saw. No, I didn't, I didn't see him wrestle on the indie show. I knew him. He was just there hanging out, and I knew I've, him from wrestling. I wouldn't be able to pick him out in a lineup. He was like hot fire. As soon as he debuted, he was like, holy shit, this guy's really good. Yeah, I didn't understand why. I really didn't understand. I knew that he had a backing. I thought that maybe it was a 
uh, independent backing and everything like he had, no, but I didn't like, know. I, didn't, like, I had no clue. So you didn't know CM Punk before ECW? No. And before One Night Stand, where he was with uh, Just Incredible. Seriously? I, I, had, I had no idea. Dude. See, I knew him as soon as... And I used to watch Sunday Night Heat, so I knew him when he wrestled on uh, Sunday Night Heat and made his... I think it was his debut where he was in the tag team called CM Punk also. I don't know. That like, I, I was like, holy shit, he's on Sunday Night Heat. He's in WWE. But I guess he wasn't really doing anything yeah. then with them, but... Um, but yeah, but as soon as, you, as, w- soon as w- he was on the independent scene, him and, and, uh, Cole Cabana were like hot fire. And Triple H, uh, from what we, what I've been reading, Triple H is very fond of Smojo and it, he is being considered to be brought in for a tryout with the performance center. Vince McMahon, not so high up on Samojo, but he's, he's fat. Yeah, so who knows? I mean, I would I would definitely like to see Smojo in WWE or at least at NXT to see what um, what potential he does have. Well, that's the thing. Like, I don't I don't need to see like I don't see Samoa Joe being anything in WWE. It's like AJ Styles too. Like they've already reached the pinnacle of their careers. What can they come to WWE and do? Everything that they haven't. But like the championship there, right? But it's like, do I really see? Can I see Samoa Joe coming in to face Brock Lesnar? No. I don't know. Do I see AJ Styles coming in to face Brock Lesnar? It's, no. It's a weird thing. Uh, AJ Styles I don't see in WWE at all. I don't see the use for him in WWE, to be honest. Unless he comes in, retires, and comes in as a trainer. Uh, here, on here this is how you put on the, the what is it called? What's his movie? Styles does? The Clash. Styles Clash, yeah. <laughs> All right, thought, thoughts on Vince and Al Snow's physique? Steroids, dude. I don't. I'm not going to say shit. steroids though, and neither are you, because now we know you can get sued for saying shit on podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no. Um, we are not making those allegations that anybody is purchasing any steroids. We're, I was just saying. Don't out even say loud. purchasing. Just say taking. Yeah, taking. I was just saying out loud because I was just reading a lecture on steroids and. I, for some reason, just wanted to say that word. So, But it's in no relation to the statement, the question at all. Um, they work out a lot. <laughs> they work very hard. You, you never, I don't know, though. You don't know. No, I mean, if, if somebody works out hard enough, can't they look like Vince McMahon at the age that he is? Yeah, no, for sure. I'm, I, mean, I, does, I think he's, does, in, he's in great shape. And from what it, Look at Ryder's dad. Do you think he doesn't do fucking steroids? I assume. Uh, I, but even still, he I'm sure Vince McMahon works out a lot. And from what I've been reading and everything, even from the past, you knew Vince McMahon was always big into bodybuilding. He's probably a gym and, rat. I'm sure. I'm sure when he's not working with WWE, he's in the gym. Wait, is that the right term? Or is a gym rat somebody that sleeps with gym people? I don't know. I was going to just roll with it. But And Al Snow, maybe he just hit that moment where – in his life where he's a little bit older and he wants to get into better shape. Yeah. Given he's not doing anything wrestling wise for the most part. Yeah. But I mean, backstage and if you sit backstage long enough, you turn it to somebody like Billy Kidman, no offense. Yeah. But the thing is that, I mean, there's a big difference between Al Snow and Vince. Vince McMahon has always had that steady physique about him. While Al Snow has not always had that steady. (laughs) Yes. I mean, Al Snow, I don't think he was ever, 
He literally looked like he could be Scott Steiner or WWE champion there. Like yeah. he, what if you picture what a WWE champion looks like? Al Snow looked like that on TNA last night. Yeah. Um, then he says, and imagine this match and Daniel Bryan versus Austin Aries, a bad ass. But would it be for World Heavyweight Championship material? Oh, would it be World Heavyweight Championship material? Um, I don't see it being for that material, especially not on WWE wise. Um, maybe TNA wise, maybe IC US, but not World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, what about you? I'm in the same boat. Yeah, I mean, it would. I'm sure it would be an awesome match to watch, very entertaining, but I don't see it as a championship match. Well, the the main one. Any more comments? I believe that is it. All right. Unless we have any on Facebook, we don't, right? No. Uh -uh. Why would anybody go on our Facebook to comment to us? Tons of people come on Facebook. (laughs) Yeah. To comment to us. Let's see here. I I doubt it. We should just move on to independent wrestling. Yeah. On Sunday. Wait, do you want to actually, I kind of want to mention TNA first. Hey, do what you want to do. Um, well, first of all, we had, uh, Mickey James return to TNA and, uh, she basically, she came out and called Bram out. Is it Bram or Bram? Bram. She called him out basically saying it was coward of what you did to attack her husband weeks ago or last week or whatever. And, uh, then he got in her face and she slapped him and refs had to separate him from her. And mm-hmm. I think... Oh, I, maybe... I, do you think Gail Kim was commenting based on that? I don't know. She With might have... separating? I don't know. I don't see why she would be talking about that on the... Wait, with who separating? Uh, with how Mickey James and uh, Bram had to be separated. Oh, no. she Mickey James was just standing there. The refs were backing him down to make sure he doesn't hit her. Oh. So I think that made... That kind of made him look like a bitch. Because she... Like, here she is. She's going... She's not backing down. Mm-hmm. And he, he has to get backed up. He has to get held off or whatever. But, uh, and then after that, we saw, uh, I forget what match it was even, what was going on, but Drew Galloway made his TNA debut or presence mm-hmm. known, which was a really hot debut. It was a really good thing. Nobody knew it was him. He took off the hood and it was Drew Galloway. I'm definitely happy for, uh, for him with TNA wise, he's he's been on a hot streak since being let go by the WWE, and it's it's one of those uh, you're very happy to see because we I think I could say every pro wrestling fan out there always saw something in in uh, Galloway, and it's nice to see that he's really ca- I mean not really cashing in, but he uh, so to speak, but he's cashing in on on his abilities, and I uh, just. I just I really hope that there's more TNA in his future, even though who knows if there will be. Mm. So that's a, that's about it. Aside from the the Grado match, I don't know what else. Oh, yeah, he picked up the victory over uh, Al Snow. So yeah, but that I didn't understand that because it was Al Snow for the most part was doing work. Like he hit finisher after finisher. Yeah, it kind of looked a little bit sloppy what? here and there. The, the match? match? Yeah. I, 
I don't see much impressive things from Grado, so I don't know what everybody. Yeah, um, there was he finished the match with something that he went for in, uh, earlier in the match, and it just didn't look that yeah, it good. It was just a big boot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is I mean, is the hype all about his uh, entrance? I think that's what it was. And his promos. I don't I mean, know. I mean, you go Cabana. He's like, very. He's quotable. Yeah. So maybe it's just a uh, cult phenomenon. No pun intended. Anyone who quotes Larry David is a, is good in my book stuff so far. <laughs> All right. So on Sunday, the twenty second, the day of WWE Fast Lane. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Day of Reckoning. Yeah. The Sanctuary will be having their show, Fatal Four Way. Uh, you could go check them out, facebook.com slash sanctuarypa. The event's going to be taking place in Hazleton, Pennsylvania. Um, and they're going to be having a ton of action. The champion, the sanctuary champion, the god king, the monster Atu himself will be on the mic. And if you've seen the promos that he's been cutting, you definitely want to hear what he has to say. Yeah, and uh, we're going to find out who the number one contender to that championship is. Uh, will it be Damian Gibbs, Anthony Bowens, Ben Ortiz, or Marcy Cabrera? They will be having a fatal four-way match to decide the winner. Yeah, all four of them really had uh, outstanding uh, showings at the last event, uh, with the exception of Bowens, who was not uh, who was absent. Right. But the other three wrestlers really were in the in the running to win that battle royal. So, well, the Royal Rumble that they had. Um, the Stampede. So go ch go check it out. They're going to be having a ton of other wrestlers. The extra guys, Scumbag Nation, Matt McIntosh, Steve Scott, Mike Orlando, that group that has been really uh, taking over and uh, torturing uh, uh, John Trotsky, uh, Jason King, the dynamic sensation, and so much more. You can actually watch the event for free on YouTube. Um, all you have to do, they don't have a YouTube.com slash link, but if you go on YouTube, search Sanctuary PA TV, and on Sunday, you'll be able to stream the entire event for free. So go check it out while well worth your time. Yeah. We also have uh, PWG from out of nowhere. Coming out. Yeah, Reseda, California. Yeah, what do we got going on there? You got ACH versus AR Fox. I believe this is AR Fox's return match from injury. Uh, we also are going to see Chris Hero taking on Drew Gulak. Yeah, you'll also have Ricochet versus Matt Seidel. Uh, and then the Beaver Boys will be teaming up to take on the best friends, Chuck Taylor and Trent. Yeah, that's going to be their uh, PWG debut for the Beaver Boys, and I'm. I was about very, to say for for Chuck Taylor and Trent. Yeah, very excited to see their uh, their debut with PWG. These are two wrestlers, uh, awesome. Alex Alex Reynolds and Johnny Silver. Like they have been busting their asses on the independent scene for so long, and they deserve it. Yeah, and I see that they're going to be at a lot of upcoming indie shows too. So that's awesome for them. Yeah, these and guys awesome for the fans. If you're near anywhere they're going to be wrestling, definitely go check it out because these two are phenomenal wrestlers. Yeah, and go buy their t-shirt on uh, ProWrestlingTees.com. That's yeah. for sure. Or t-shirts. Yeah. 
Um, also, in the main event, you're going to have the PWG world title on the line as the champion, Roderick Strong, takes on Trevor Lee. Uh, that should be an awesome match as well. Overall, a very, very good card. You can go check out ProWrestlingGorilla.com and Facebook.com slash ProWrestlingGorilla. Yeah. Uh, also on – wait, also? Yeah, uh, also, yeah also. also on February 27th, we got House of Glory for All Mankind taking place in Jamaica, Queens, New York. Uh, we got the House of Glory Tag Team Championships on the line. Uh, Amazing Red and Crimson will be taking on EYFBO. So will they be able to capture the titles from Amazing Red and Crimson? Talking about titles, uh, uh, Gangon and Janela – the Rogue, Anthony Gangon, and the bad boy, Joey Janela, will be teaming up to take on the high spot heroes, Smiley and Mark Queen. Um, and this uh, this match is going to be very interesting because Gangon and Janela's number one contendership is on the line. So if they lose, that's it. And I'm sure we definitely don't want to see them lose because we want to see Janela... Uh, capture another championship. So, uh, you have more? No, no, no. Continue. We yeah. also have the Hog World Championship match, which will be contested in an Extreme Rules format. Uh, Brian XL, the champion, will be taking on challenger Tommy Dreamer with a very special guest enforcer, that being the WWE Hall of Famer and hardcore icon Mick Foley. I feel like I should have said more to build him up, but Mick Foley. <laughs> no, but that that sounds like a very entertaining match. It's, I mean, especially when you have Foley and Dreamer uh, in the same ring together, you know it's going to be entertaining for everyone involved. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, go check out houseofgloryonline.com or facebook.com slash houseofgloryrestlingschool. That's right. They got a wrestling school as well in Jamaica, New York. So go check them out if you're interested. Upcoming, you also have on the 28th, NYWC presents Psycho Circus the 13th in Deer Park, New York at the NYWC Sportatorium. Uh, you have a ton of amazing matches to see, uh, one of them being Grim Reefer versus Jigsaw. Uh, that should be a very entertaining uh, technical match. Yeah, we also got the Joker's Wild Battle Royal. Yeah, that match is actually going to be the for the uh, fourth competitor in that Grandmaster of the Mat Challenge. Uh, whoever that that winner of that match is, they're definitely going to be fighting an uphill battle. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, you're also going to be having the Grandmasters, uh, Grandmaster of the Mat Challenge. Usually, usually it's the Master of the Mat Challenge, but all of these competitors are former Master of the Mat winners. You're going to be having Anthony Wait, Drew, Drew Gulak's a former winner? Yeah, he won last year, I believe. Oh, right, right. Okay. Yeah, Anthony Nice versus Drew Gulak versus Papadon. Now, that's going to be a fun match for everyone and uh, all the fans there. We also have the NYWC Tag Team Championships on the line. It's going to be a four-way dance. The champions, Team Tremendous, will be taking on Milk Chocolate, the Juicy Product, and the FBI. I I said that uh, weird, but as, <laughs> as in Guido and uh, Tony Mamaluke. Yeah, I'm sure we could agree or, that. Or whatever we, his indie name is. I think it's still Mamaluke. I don't I know. Think. I don't know, but uh, 
Um, you also have the NYWC Fusion Championship on the line. Rex Lawless defending against Mike Mondo. It's said to be a matter of respect match. So Mondo trying to get respect from Lawless, and Lawless trying to keep that head of steam, uh, head of steam, head of steam going since coming back from that injury that he uh, returned from earlier last year, I believe. You're also going to be having the NYWC Championship on the line. Flawless Blake Morris defending his championship against the Big O. Big O has worked his ass off to get this opportunity. He's went through DJ. He went through DJ Hyde at the last event and busted his ass to get to where he is now. Let's still, see if he still wasn't. He never lost that championship, Michael. Yeah, he had to forfeit it due to injury. Yeah. So we are all. I think uh, I could say with. Uh, I don't know, but the two of us are hoping Big O can uh, pick up this victory and become the NYWC champion once again. Absolutely. And um, uh, yeah. the main event of the Psycho Circus, the 13th annual Psycho Circus, uh, will be the Psycho Circus match, which is a TLC barbed wire steel cage match. One of the most brutal, exciting matches that uh, I've ever seen live. Yeah, they. I mean, you name it and they'll use it. I, we've seen... Uh, Keyboards used during this match. We've seen where was the Kendo spot with sticks. the where was the spot with ice uh, with snow? Was it this or was it another match? Um, I do believe it was this match. I think Mikey Whipwreck came out with a, a trash a trash bin full of snow. I think yeah, which was I popped huge for that. Yeah, but you're going to be seeing the Deadly Sinners, which will be Stockade, Apollyon, Casanova, Valentine, Jamie Van Lemer, and King Mega. Taking on Team Whipwreck, consisting of Mikey Whipwreck, Joey Conway, J-Ro, Chainsaw Joe Gacy, and the indestructible Joe Etel. So what yeah, What team comes out on top? We don't know. Only time will tell. Um, yeah, this is going to be a lot of fun to see. So make sure you're getting down to the Sportatorium oh, yeah. uh, to check dude, this one out. Oh, yeah, never mind. I was going to say, dude, all you had to do for that to rhyme is say get down to NYWC, but C and C, like, yeah, they're the same nah. different so, spellings. But. Yeah, something people should also be getting down to on Friday, February 27th is NYWC Presents We Can Do It. It is going to be a, a women's tournament to yeah, crown which, I new. Guess we should say the night before Psycho Circus. Yes, uh, the night before Psycho Circus, a women's tournament to crown a new starlet champion. Uh, this all coming about due to uh, the uh, management over at MYWC stripping Rick Cataldo of the championship due to um, uh, lack of respect and the lack of championship qualities, and all of that fun aspects. So now this is going to be an awesome tournament. You're going to be seeing Marty Bell, Marty Bell Sumi Sakai, uh, Brooke Daniel, Chrissy Rivera, Kimberly, Aria Condenza, Sammy Pickles, Rick Cataldo, and who knows who else is going to be showing up to this event. Um, there's a lot of women in wrestling that will, would love to be crowned the next starlet champion. So who knows? You can check this out. You know, you know what's really surprising? Ah. I, I'm surprised that nobody ever booked Harvey Whippleman. That'd be funny if he gets booked for this show. As like Har- Harvina? Like I'm, I'm, Harvina. 
I'm really surprised that that's I don't at least I don't think that's ever happened on the indie scene. I don't know. Who do you who do you see coming out of the the wood woodworks to compete in this? I have assuming that there is going to be assuming, uh, that assuming there's is, going to be woodworks. Yeah, I have no idea. All right, well, it should definitely be a fun night for all involved and all the fans. Uh, this, just like the Psycho Circus, will be taking place at the NYWC Sportatorium in Deer Park, New York. Any uh, any idea who you think should be the champion coming out of this? I'd like to see Sammy Pickles at this point. You know what? I think I'm going to be choosing – this is a tough one. Um I think Chrissy Rivera, I want to see, is the champion. But you also have newcomer to NYWC, Kimberly. And who knows what else any of the other competitors are going to be bringing to this event. So uh, it starts at 8 p.m. Go check out nywcwrestling.com. And on Twitter at nywcwrestling and facebook.com slash nywcwrestling. Um, Let me close out of Facebook. Uh, after that, we got the ROH on taking place on uh, March 1st. We have Ring of Honor's 13th anniversary show. Yeah, Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, ton of matches announced for this one. Yeah, we got the World Tag Team Championships on the line. Red Dragon will be taking on the Young Bucks. Yeah, you're going to have ACH versus AJ Styles. Uh, the Bullet Club, Gallows and Anderson will be taking on the Addiction, which is Daniels and Kazarian. Taking on the kingdom, which is uh, Matt Taven and Mike Bennett. There, you also have the Ring of Honor World Television title on the line as Jay Lethal with Truth Martini will take on Alberto El Patron. Um, what do we have as the main event? The main event is going to be the championships going to be on the line. Uh, Ring of Honor champion Jay Briscoe. This is going to be a four corner survival match. Jay Briscoe defending against. Hansen versus Michael Elgin versus Tommaso Ciampa. I personally am hoping that Hansen wins this championship. So we'll see. Yeah, we shall yeah, see. Time will tell. You can go check them out at ROHWrestling.com or Facebook.com slash Ring of Honor. Um, uh, that's all been upcoming. Well, I just want to say that this past, uh, or I guess yesterday, uh, on City Field's Twitter account, City Field, that being the baseball stadium where the New York Mets play, uh, they, were, they were posting on Twitter, maybe Facebook too, but they were saying, hey, hashtag wrestling fans, we have good news and bad news. Which one would you like first? The bad news is that you have to wait until early next week to find out what's coming. Hashtag wrestling. The good news, hashtag wrestling is coming to City Field in 2015. Uh, and then they wouldn't the hashtag wrestling uh, give away the good news? No, because it doesn't say who it is or whatever. So, oh, all right. Then they said, can confirm now that someone has guessed wrestling or the hashtag wrestling event to say who did and what it is. Well, you'll just have to wait and find out next week. They didn't Any I- They somebody guessed SummerSlam, and they replied saying no. That sucks so much that it wasn't SummerSlam. That would be awesome. Right? Dude, I've been waiting for WWE to run a a City Field show for years. Since they opened in 2009. Just for for how awesome the Shea Stadium shows looked. 
Mm-hmm. I was hoping, or even other baseball stadium shows, I was hoping that WWE would finally come to City Field or something. And uh, I feel like this kind of pay-per-view would have been perfect for it. Imagine if it's a WWE NXT on the road. I can't see it being that. And the, only th- the only thing I can see it being is TNA. Other people guessed TNA and other people guessed ROH. Other people guessed New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, I don't want it to be TNA because that is super disappointing. But then on the other hand, do you think TNA could book something like City Field? I mean, they've if been TNA, If parts, TNA but- couldn't sell out MCU Park in Brooklyn, I don't see why the hell yeah. City Field would get booked. I mean, and then Ring of Honor-wise, from uh, we haven't mentioned it on the show, but the rumors have it that Ring of Honor is not doing too well money-wise. I guess Sinclair, uh, the t- television company or production company, isn't really putting too much money into backing them. And this is the reason why they haven't signed a lot of their uh, top wrestlers to contracts because they don't have the money to offer them. So as a Japanese or an international company – you think, where's the hottest wrestling market in the world today, aside from Japan? <laughs> All right. Um, New York. Can, oh, we, can, right. We, can we book Madison Square Garden? No, nah, I don't think we could fill out Madison Square Garden. Can we book? Do we want to book a small little gym? No, we, we don't want to be a, a little gym. We don't want to work the Hammerstein Ballroom. Where's a good place to make create some buzz? Queens is a good borough. City Field is big enough for us. But who are you talking about? Maybe New Japan Pro Wrestling. It, it'll be expensive to fly over here, but if that's something that's going to happen, if it's not that, then hopefully it's Ring of Honor slash New Japan Pro Wrestling. I really, I will one hundred percent want to go to that. Oh yeah, no, I would love to as well. I just for some reason I can't see it being anything to do with Ring of Honor. But if and it, they do if have they do have another Global Force Wrestling announcement to make. Oh. I think. Yeah, that was supposed to right? come next week too. Yeah, Jeff Jarrett was going to announce in Global Force. We're going to have like a some sort of a big announcement next week, right? I think so too. So maybe Global Force Wrestling presents at New Japan Pro Wrestling at but City. I don't, I don't think anybody guessed Global Force. Why would they? Not too many people think out of the box. But City Field confirmed that. Somebody did, in fact, guess it. So. Oh. Hmm. No one. I don't think anybody said. Or maybe they just blocked that person so you don't see it. <laughs> I don't know. Um, do you want to keep on running with the outside the ring news? Yeah. What else is there? Before we get, uh, Samo- oh, yeah. We spoke about Samoa Joe. Um, CM Punk and Cole Cabana. Uh, they are in a little bit of legal troubles, um, or so so we read. Uh, this is not us speaking or making any allegations. Um, uh, the doctor, Doctor Andrew, Doctor Andrews, I believe, right? I think Doctor Andrews. Uh, no, is it Doctor Hammond or whatever? I'm not too sure. One one of the doctor that was. Um, uh, uh, what what am I helping? It's, it's out Chris Ammon. A-M-A-N-N. All right. Help me out here. What? The doctor that was ringside for the Royal Rumble? Yeah. Yeah. What else? He well, was he diagnosed. I'm not sure. But somebody did uh, guess Global Force, dude. All right. So maybe Global Force. Dude, what the hell? Yo, if New Japan comes to New York City 
and it's at City Field. That's fantastic. I'll come home for it. All right, so back to yeah, they made those allegations on the podcast on the uh, Art of Wrestling. I think you mean on the podcast. No, I never mean that. <laughs> um, and so now the doctor is taking legal actions about their allegations, saying that he has lost a lot of uh, clients due to the allegations and everything. So Which I didn't even know. A, that, I didn't even know he worked as an actual legit yeah. doctor elsewhere. Yeah, a lot of these. Uh, uh, yeah, but he's on the road with them, traveling every week. Yeah, but I mean, he may also he may have. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you do have off days. Maybe he has an office with other doctors working a part of it. Yeah. Uh, but overall, I think that it's a one million dollar lawsuit. WWE uh, even supported the doctor's uh, um, his, uh, his claim. Huh? His claim by releasing yeah, claim. a YouTube video featuring zoom ups, zoom ins of CM Punk's ass. I guess showing that there <laughs> was his no lower back. Nah. Yeah, because CM Punk's claims was that he had a huge bump, a huge uh, purple uh, lump on his lump. back, a baseball yeah. sized purple lump on his back, located near the waistband of his tights. Yeah, so they they focus that on that. That doesn't and, necessarily mean that it's just near the waistband. That could be lower down, can it? Um, nah. I mean, maybe, but overall, I think that it's uh, I think that W. I like the fact that WWE is supporting their doctor. Which WWE's investigation showed that CM Punk didn't discuss this allegate the alleged uh, condition with WWE's team of physicians and trainers. Uh, nor I guess did he bring it up with anybody at Talent Relations. Yeah, this and is all WWE.com, ha- right? WWE has no medical records documenting this alleged condition. And the first time WWE was made aware of the alleged condition was when uh, they received a letter from CM Punk's attorney on August 22nd of 2014 after WWE terminated his contract. Yeah, so really, really makes you wonder. Um, I'm happy that WWE is suing Cole Cabana and CM Punk. But I don't. Um, that's horseshit that they're suing Cabana too, though. I get it. Yes, it's his show. So yeah, exactly. It was his show. But I, I like the fact that they're not. Well, that's horseshit. If, if CM Punk came on to our show and said that, we'd be screwed. <laughs> we, we put up a disclaimer. We don't have to associate ourselves with anybody. Anybody? No. They're just all opinions. But you know what I mean. Like, I'm not happy that they people are going to be losing money in this or whatever. But I'm happy to see that WWE is taking a stance against someone that is speaking up against them. And it's funny. Usually, it's usually funny that very, it's, hold on. Usually they're very quiet about it. But it's nice to see them being like actually. They said this, so we're going to defend ourselves now. Yeah, it's we're going funny. to fight. It's funny that they like they choose this specific thing because there's people in the past, like the NXT guys, who bring up things like uh, Bill Demont making guys train naked, where there's actual proof, picture fucking proof, and WWE's like, no, you have no idea what you're talking about. I think that they, they I sweep mean that under the rug. Well, I, I think the real reason why they're taking this is because of the... Because it's kayfabe and Dana White's in cahoots with Vince fucking McMahon. Exactly. We already know this. This is I, I wrestling see if, is fake. Watch, they actually filed a lawsuit just to uh, keep kayfabe. They did that in the 80s. Yeah. They, they filed a lawsuit just to keep kayfabe and then 
why well, the lawsuit's going to go nowhere that they're going to WWE's going to drop the claim right when they set up this CM Punk match versus uh Triple H. Yeah, it's we're, it's clear as day. We're not stupid. People are like, "Look at these marks talking about this." Yeah. Imagine this clip right here goes viral. <laughs> That'd be funny. Uh, um, I guess other news, Adam Rose and Zack Ryder have been having a Twitter battle. Uh started with Adam Rose. Um, it's very interesting. I mean, it's good to see Adam. It's good to see both guys getting, uh, seeing action on Twitter. Cause I mean, it beats seeing them in action on me and event and superstars all the time, right. which never happens. Uh, I'd rather see them on raw and SmackDown, but I'll take, I'll <laughs> like, take Twitter. I like, uh, Adam Rose tweeted out who is Zack Ryder and some fan rep- replied. I think he's, uh, just somebody who does battle Royals now or whatever. Yeah, and it, where even, was the last time Ryder was used? I think it was the Rumble. No, he he wrestled the other day. Oh, on a main event, main event against yeah, um, Stardust. Stardust, right? Yes, of course. Yeah, he <laughs> lost to Stardust, but I think that. It, but I, would have he had this match if this Twitter stuff wasn't a thing? I don't know. I mean, and it's funny because Zach was tweeting out saying how you're two years late. Or something if he's trying to get any exposure. Yeah, and Adam Rose is like, this is the highlight of your career. <laughs> this is the picture of him getting pushed off by Kane. <laughs> yes, unfortunately, yeah, that's one so. of them. Yeah, it's still funny. That, that's a fucking highlight of a career is getting pushed off the stage by Kane. You know what? I'm I'm still i f- I'm, I'm still flawed with all the things that he's experienced considering how much of a mean, fan that mean, he was. You mean floored. Your your Boston accent said flawed, but it's floored. My Boston accent, yeah. <laughs> or my speech problem, either or. No, it's his uh, Boston accent, bro. Yeah, floored. Um, I don't know. The fact that he's been like – that he's done stuff with Kane. He's done stuff with The Rock, uh, Stone Cold. It's just kind of like – But what did he do with The Rock? He didn't really – The Rock put him over huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Rock's but, probably – see, when that happened at 2011 Survivor Series, The Rock was probably inside – what was that? That's where WWE should have cashed in. WWE, I mean, Zack Ryder there was probably, uh, not Zack Ryder, The Rock was probably pissed off. He's like, this motherfucker's getting over more than me? Who is yeah, this but kid? I think, like, I can just imagine him backstage and, like, them shaking hands and, like. The Rock's like, oh, yeah, yeah, we know. The yeah, I did it again. What? He said I back- said Because it's your Boston accent. I don't know where you got it from. <laughs> yeah. All right, so do you think that uh, Twitter feud's going to, does it have anything behind it? I, who knows? A backstage segment for WrestleMania? Who knows? I hope that he gets on the WrestleMania card. Yeah. I hope. All right. So and that's... also, uh, just to – well, yeah, I'll talk about it later. I'll talk about take it later. Take it. Take no, it. no, I'll talk about it later. Okay. You can talk about it later then. We can go into the musical interlude and uh, get into right. it. So this musical interlude is from Tamara Bubble. The song is titled Bubble Mania. So – Hope you enjoy it. We know you will. And we'll be right back here on Barkin' Out. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event. Tamara Bubble Entertainment presents Bubble Mania. I'll be your host this evening, Ben. No last name. (laughs) Are you ready for the rap battle royal? Let's get ready to bubble! Bubble on deck. Hold up, Ben. I don't mean to hurt nobody's feelings, but you mean I gotta come all the way out from Brooklyn, cut a track in Minnesota, cause they out here looking whack. I'm booking shows with broken flows. Hold on, Ben. I don't really think you meant to do 
a competition when I'm spitting lethal injection. I don't really think you realize this feature's a blessing. Really about to do some justice to this production. Question is, when the shoot is ready, should we throw our deuces up and celebrate like a fetty? We gon' win a couple coops for the people that's petty or just sit on somebody's stoop for the people that's gully. True. I'ma leave that up to you since you directed. I'ma leave them blues clues alone. I'ma get back on my phone and proceed to text and turn my Instagram on straight photo flexing. End of discussion, I'm the prototype for dopeness. Hope these bars will inspire these bras to focus on me and how I switch up the flow. If you wanna change the game, you gotta hit them below. The belt. Bubble on deck, I ain't gonna stop that. No help. Hit them in the pockets, I ain't gonna play fair. My wealth. Accumulates, cause I ain't gonna play free. No free mixtape, no bootleg, no open coat. Movie DVD, but what I will do is real though. I ain't even gotta get a feel for the beat to instinctively kill though. You feel me? You ain't gotta try to grab a feel on me unless you're trying to catch a felony. That's corny. You know that bubble real? Look at the thigh proportion and the hips contortion. G's a mad tight, so you know that was forced on. Have me mad tight, like a wreath of Franklin. Respect my boss and the body that brought him in. Respect my job, cause I stay body and all you men. Respect my car, cause it's black as it's ever been. Respect my squad, we make you take them L's when you're supposed to win. <laughs> you just heard Tamara Bubble. That was Bubble Mania. You can go check out TamaraBubble.com. She's also on Facebook, facebook.com slash Tamara Bubble. And don't forget to go follow her on Twitter, at Tamara Bubble. Um, yeah, uh, thank you very much for uh, su- submitting that song. If any musicians out there would like their music played on our podcast, please email us at markinout1 at gmail.com. And we are willing to promote your upcoming concerts, your current CD, your upcoming CD, whatever you want. Just let us know. Uh, Let's get into some sports entertainment talk. How about going with some Monday Night Raw? Monday Night Nitro. Yeah, so uh, John Cena opened up Monday Night Raw to uh, speak about Rusev, which I, I like that John Cena was talking Rusev up as if he was a beast. But ultimately, the promo just seemed to be about John Cena, where I I don't see this as making Rusev when further down the road, he'll probably be losing to John Cena. Um, Yeah, I I, I do see that. I do like the fact that they're paired off together, though. The the build up up for this has been, I guess, okay. Uh, Mm -hmm. Rusev ended up coming out to, uh, basically attack Cena and do what, uh, or yeah, just to attack Cena and John Cena did what Rusev did to John Cena last week. He threw him into the Titan Tron, the mini Tron, whatever, and, uh, showed that. So I guess John Cena. He showed, he showed him. Yeah, no, John Cena (laughs) gets that one up, then Rusev's going to win, then. Rusev's yeah. going to lose at WrestleMania. It'll be fun. It's stupid. But. Um, you had Dean Ambrose taking on Luke Harper. Ambrose picking up a victory. I wanted to see more of Harper during this match, like more offense from him. Yeah, and I thought the full match was really fun and entertaining. And, yeah, nothing uh, nothing wrong with it. I thought this would, this would be a match that I'd want to watch as a main event on pay-per-view. Yeah, I did see a lot of – I think it was this match. A lot of people were uh, – some people were arguing over it. Yeah, and just I, that one kid on Twitter that I don't know who it was, but yeah, I, I think he listens. I think he's one of our listeners, but I, I, yeah. I do think that this was a good match. Which and, I, um, I don't know. I went back and I looked at the the full match, and I really I don't see what he was talking about saying that he was saying that the the first half of the match was weak or whatever. 
but I don't I didn't see that. Yeah, I, I thought it was a very strong match for both competitors, but I mean more Ambrose than Harper because it was mainly uh, Dean getting a lot of his offense in there. Yeah. Um, next up, you had a tag team match. Yeah, the, the New Day. Sorry, I guess you were going to No, no, take, take it. it, take it, take New it. New Day, Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods defeated Goldust and Stardust. Uh, Stardust went to go hit the disaster kick, but Kofi ducked. And uh, Stardust landed right in front of Goldust, and that was just a distraction, I guess. And Kofi ended up hitting Goldust with the Trouble in Paradise after that. Uh, yeah. Uh, what I uh, didn't good, like... Fun match. Right, but what I didn't like was in that whole little segment right then... The ref wasn't counting Stardust for being in the ring. He he was yelling at him to get out of the ring, though. Right, but... He like, wasn't counting, though. That was the dumbest thing. Like, Stardust was allowed to be in there, hit the disaster kick, or go to hit the disaster kick, and then stay in there afterwards, which was surely going to be over a five count. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I guess, after the match, Stardust helped, uh, or tried help Golden... Tried... Tried to help Goldust stand up, but uh, he hit him with the crossroads. Yeah, it looked like it was all going to work out. Uh, and once Goldust turned his back on Cody, on Stardust. Wait, what are you talking about? Oh, turned his back, not the... Yeah, when Goldust turned his back on Stardust. Literally turned his back, not figuratively. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, to, to get out of the ring. That's when it, uh, he got hit with those that crossroads. So we're going to see more of that um, with the pay-per-view. Dusty Rhodes um, being at Raw was, I think, completely pointless. Yeah, they had – I'm not too sure when they aired it, but – uh, They had before – I guess it was oh, before the match. They had yeah. before this match. It was like, my boy, the back together. I'm going to have them do this. Yeah, and they, they did shake hands. Yeah, they shook hands. Go, That's what I like to see, baby. Daddy. And then they Brother. had a post-match uh, uh, segment with Dusty – and uh, Goldust and and it was just, or Dusty and Co- and uh, Stardust. I think. Yeah, I don't get. I don't. It didn't do anything. It accomplished nothing. Yeah, it's, it's, don't don't it's, hype up don't hype up Dusty Rhodes being on Raw if it's a backstage segment. Yeah, if you're not even gonna have his American dream. Like, yeah, come on. I always hate that where you hype up a wrestler who doesn't even appear in front of the live crowd. If you're gonna hype them up, bring them out in front of the live crowd. Yeah. Um, especially because and it's like oh and i didn't like the commentators oh dusty traveled so far to get here we know he works in nxt (laughs) yeah you're in orlando like come on yeah uh next up you had roman reigns defeating kane uh by countdown uh you had daniel bryan on commentary i like i like that he defended or that he like i like that he was Saying that he defended himself, not himself. What am I trying to say? I like that Daniel Bryan was saying that he defended the championship more times than Brock Lesnar did before he got stripped than Brock Lesnar has so far. Yeah, he. Which is he, the reason why he should have never been stripped. Yeah, he has a great argument, and it's unfortunate. Um, but I mean, on the other hand, it could play into that entire storyline where. With Triple H, the authority, with Triple H not having the confidence with Daniel Bryan, but didn't we see that last year? Are you talking about storyline wise? Yeah, storyline wise, like it's exactly what we saw last year. So I'm, I lost my interest in it. I have a feeling this is gonna. I mean, I could see this turning into a. If it's not just Reigns versus Brock, I could see it being a a fatal four way. With who? 
I don't know. Brian and somebody else. Maybe Rollins um, gets in there somehow. I'd, I'd be good for that. Especially, I would, I would like to see Rollins get involved. Especially because I don't want to see Brock Lesnar main eventing WrestleMania. I could see the other three tear it up and kill it. I'm, I want to see Brock Lesnar main event. So. Well, no, I'm, there's no reason for me to wa- want to see Brock Lesnar wrestle. He's uh, not on enough to me, for me to care about him. I, st- I still care. And it's not Brock like Lesnar a shock Lesnar. value to see Brock Lesnar. Like, there's nothing special. For I Brock disagree Lesnar. with you. What's special maybe, about maybe seeing to Brock? You, maybe to you, but everyone... What's special about seeing Brock Lesnar? I'm not too sure, but Nothing. the fans love. But the fans still pop huge but and lose their still, shit when Brock Lesnar does make an appearance. But there's still nothing special about him. All right, but that's your opinion. He came For back, some, huge that's pop. Your opinion, that's dude. it. I'm telling you, nobody else. You ask anybody else. Right, why, why do you do want people, to see Brock Lesnar? Why do people cheer when he comes out when he's barely on TV? Why do people go crazy when he does appear on t- on TV? I can't Ladies, tell you. That's to me. That's nothing. That's not anything big. All right. People go crazy uh, when Dolph Ziggler comes out. He's there every week. All right. Well, it's not the same same equivalent to a Lesnar pop. But back to uh, the, back so to that match. The, yeah, Daniel Bryan was on commentary. He caused a distraction at one point where he started doing a yes chant, causing um a distraction for Roman Reigns and came to get the upper advantage on him. And I like Daniel Bryan on commentary building up. Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns. I thought he did a great job at that, building uh, Roman Reigns up. Yeah. You I, had, just, I just hated the fact that the fans were chanting, you can't wrestle towards yeah. Reigns. And then there was a point where Kane was going to set up uh, a chokeslam through the commentator's table to Roman Reigns. And then he got na- uh, nailed with a spear. And that pretty much caused the, uh, the entire count out. Um, is this... Strong enough booking for Roman Reigns to win by countout leading up to the pay-per-view? You mean win at a fluke where nine, Roman Reigns gets in the ring, ten? Yeah. I don't know. I think more so Daniel Bryan did it than anything else. Yeah. I mean, I just don't see the the strength in the – I mean – I think the strength ultimately just came later in the night. Yeah, I agree. But back to what I was saying with – the fan Shannon, you can't wrestle. It's like he's part of the Shield. People go crazy. They yeah, want to see him. They love Roman Reigns, and then no, everyone's now. everyone's very quick to turn their back on a pro wrestler when they don't get what they want. Yeah, fucking marks. Uh, next up, you had a backstage segment between Paige, the Bella, Tw- and the Bella Twins. Well, Paige, uh, the Bella Twins were seen coming out of the Divas locker room or Paige's locker room. I don't know if that was that. Probably the Divas locker room yeah. with uh, Paige's gear in her hand, in their hand. And uh, Paige came out just a towel. And uh, Byron, I believe Byron Saxon was going to conduct an interview with her. Yeah, so Paige looked and she saw Cameron. She asked Cameron to borrow her gear. Cameron's like, yeah, but I'm actually girl by. Like, what? Where does this make sense? Why? Why Why was Cameron involved? It was just like, hey, Cameron, we're going to just put you next to the locker room. Just just speak. Oh, yo, I know something great. We'll set up a match for next week or for SmackDown, bro. Just just have this. Say yes. Make it like you're going to lend her your gear. And they just walk off. Like, what? Yeah. Great booking. Great booking. So then Paige looked further. She saw the Rosebuds. Uh, she grabbed one of them and had to get their costume. Was that Leva Bates or no? No, I think that was Yerbal the Clown. No. Are you kidding me? 
No, I don't think that is. First of all, it's, it's your bowl, not your bowl. I said your bowl. Eh, it sounded like your bowl to me. Mm -mm. But I, uh, I thought it would have been. Might have I been did hard. see Mia Yim in there. Yeah, I did too. Um, I don't know. Maybe I just didn't notice. I don't know if it was or not. I'm just because I don't really know what she looks like. I just thought it looked like. How don't you know what she looks like? It's blue pants. Yeah, I know that, but I'm not. I'm not a mark. I'm not cheering for blue pants. I don't know. Blue pants is getting. I'm surprised that blue pants is getting so over. Uh, yeah. And I see that they're actually bringing her back for more and more. It's crazy. Uh, it's like if this. All was... right, but let's let we'll talk about that when we get up to NXT though. Okay. Um, right. Paige. Then so the match took place. Paige versus Summer Rae. And Paige picked up the victory. Which and, I, I want to say, please give us more of these matches. Yeah. Um, I Like I said before, why was this not Brie Bella versus Paige, though? But I feel like, because didn't we just see that, too? I think so. When you, But this is what happens when you have an entire roster of divas, and you only focus on, like, three of them. Yeah. I mean, this is what happens. You end up rotating the three or four of them. And you leave out so many other of the potential storylines. And I, I also, I hate that uh, Booker T has apparently never seen a Lotus Lock before. What's it's that? It's like the, the move that almost every female wrestler does. It's like the full Nelson with the leg, the legs, where they're behind the opponent. Oh, the legs oh yeah, that, that my mind was blown because that Summer Rae does very often. Not only That's that, like, I'm pretty sure it was Caitlyn's finisher and Mil Mascaris used to do it. It's like yeah. there were male wrestlers and mostly female these days, but... Yeah, I've seen male wrestlers do it, and then they roll them over into a pin. Which is, like, just baffling. It's, I mean, I, I always call it a, fig, uh, a full Nelson with the legs. That's what I called it at first with, I think, when I saw it with Caitlyn, but then I went and I was like, oh, shit, I remember seeing this with this, and... Yeah, I, I was kind of blown away that he said that he's never seen that before, considering that Summer Rae does that on a... Pretty frequent basis. Man, I don't know who Summer Rae is, man. Don't doubt that one. Uh, next up, you had Dolph Ziggler picking up a victory over Seth Rollins. Oh, uh, by sorry. Sorry. I forgot to tell you that before this, there's a Seth Rollins promo. Wow. Who's fault? I can't be faulted for that one. Yeah. I actually wrote down every single promo in, in the exact spot that you told me to. Yeah, Seth Rollins, uh, he was talking about how he's untouchable in WWE and that he could take over for Jon Stewart and make The Daily Show watchable, which then sparked Jon Stewart to rebuttal on his own, saying that Seth Rollins made a mistake. And uh, Rollins ended up replying to that, saying that he could meet him in the ring or something. Straight from the uh, the set of Big Daddy 2. That's what it looked like, right? Yeah. Dude, here's hoping. I would, want, I would like to see Big Daddy 2. What do you think about that entire John Stewart leaving The Daily Show? I could, I don't care. Yeah, I mean, it's time. I, I mean, guess. That's, yeah, no, I, I agree. It's time. I, did, I definitely would. He had years come up. of uh, phenomenal work on The Daily Show. Yeah, I would love to see him do political stuff. I mean, his views and everything. What, he, like run for office? I don't know. I mean, run for Congress or something. I, I mean, it's I not like we have to see. I mean, Al, uh, Al Franklin has done it. It's, went it's from Franken. Franken? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Like, he's went from comedian to the Congress. But I feel like Al might have done that at a lot younger of an age. I don't... Not that I, don't I, I guess it's never too old to get into politics, given yeah, how old the think, other people I don't are. think he did it that... that Maybe well. I just don't know how old Al Franken is today. Yeah, so. he's, pretty, he's pretty up there. Um, I mean, Jesse Ventura... 
pro wrestler though, but even still, I mean, I would definitely, I think that he has good valid views. Yeah. It's just, uh, you gotta, it's more satire right now. So you gotta, yeah, you, have you gotta to. watch that line. I agree. But back to um, raw, uh, Seth Rollins said that Eric Rowan, Ryback and Dolph Ziggler are keeping him from main eventing WrestleMania, which I, I think, and I'm sure you'll agree is a bullshit statement. Given that he has the fucking briefcase, it's and so that can stupid. Be it was in. the briefcase, the contract can be signed, dotted line, whatever, cashed in for whatever match you want. You could book yourself into the main event. You could have the main event of WrestleMania happen, and then come out and book yourself and yeah. have that. And it's like whoever f- whoever wrote this script for him to read was just real. They were just like. You know what? We had to fit in this main event later, so yeah, let's just put in Ziggler, Ryback, and uh, Rowan's. Why? Yeah, just just throw that in there. I don't get it. Yeah. it. I mean, yeah, I do get that it sets up the SmackDown stuff and late the events from later it's on, but poor still, booking, I think, but huh? It's poor booking, but I I agree. If you'd ask me, I wouldn't know how to set it up either. So as of now, at least. I, really I, I, I wouldn't involve them, and I would involve J J and J security more in but, matches. Like you had said, Dolph Ziggler defeated Seth Rollins. I, I don't know actually if you said that, but Dolph Ziggler yeah. defeated Seth Rollins by DQ. Yeah, J and J security was actually thrown out of the match, but in the match, I really was a fan of that exchange that brought about the finish, um, where you had the attempt at the Famouser, the attempt at the, the curb stomp, and then super kick zigzag. Then J and J security making the save. It was another great match and another match that I wouldn't mind seeing be a main event on, on a pay per view. Yeah, um, and that's when sure. just as Dolph Ziggler was about to win, Mercury hit uh, Dolph Ziggler. Noble got involved, and uh, Ryback and Eric Rowan ran down to even things out. So there was that. Yeah. Up next, do, do you think that Kane and Big Show should uh, should have? No, they can't because Big Show's later on. Yeah. All right. It's just weird booking in my eyes to have Ryback and Rowan involved in this segment and have the people that they're feuding with not involved. Well, like I Big guess Show they're still feuding. No, because I think this is this is a match now on the pay-per-view. It is. It is. So. All right. Up next, Triple H came out and cut a promo about Sting. But uh, Ric Flair, for whatever reason, came out. Uh, I'm yeah. surprised he wasn't crying. Given that he's in Orlando and his daughter was wrestling in Orlando. Yeah, then Triple H uh, pushed uh, Ric Flair to the ground at one point. Yeah, Triple H said that he knows how good Sting is. And Flair said not to take Sting lightly. Uh, Triple H said that if Sting came to WWE earlier, whereas uh, after 2001, Sting went down with the ship. He just disappeared from the face of Earth. Nobody knows where Sting was since 2001. Yeah, that's Uh, what happens when you're in TNA. And Triple H said that if he came to WWE earlier, he would have run Sting out of the company, which is true in a real thing because he did the same thing to Scott Steiner and Goldberg. Yeah. What a bullshit fucking thing that is. Yeah. I mean, Scott Steiner kind of ran himself out a little bit too, though. uh, He's not not that good. But still. He's not that good. But still, it's the same thing happening. Yeah. And uh, Ric Flair spoke about Daniel Bryan beating Triple H at WrestleMania and how uh, Triple H isn't wrestling full-time, so Triple H ended up pushing him down. 
You're saying, I, people ask me on the airlines, did you think Daniel Bryan would beat Rick, I mean, Daniel Bryan would beat Triple H? No uh, way in hell. Your, your, your impression was a little bit off. Oh, my voice. I don't have my... Yeah, usually it's a little have, bit better than that. I don't have all my vocal strengths. I can barely do <laughs> Fozzie freaking bear. Yeah. Uh, you also had uh, Darren Young with a huge return. No, with, I wouldn't even say huge return. I know. There's a, a lot jobber. of... I was going to be very sarcastic with it, but... Well, you then it sound like you were in. sarcastic. You were, well, you wanted to jump in. I was well, let's hear, let's hear how you were going to say it. Let's hear it. All right. Um, and you had the big return of... Dar of I don't even want, remember what I said. You of said, Darren Young alongside... You said Darren Young, Young with a huge return. Okay. Darren Young with a huge return alongside a jobber. Where, where does this even... How does this even make sense, considering that you have... So much buildup with him since he since he's been out with the injury, and you put the guy over so much with um, with everything that he's been involved with, and he's making the big return, and then you put him with the jobber just to face and get his ass beaten by the ascension. This could have been something. I and thought, you decided. I thought the reason why this took place was because of what he did on Twitter. I wouldn't be surprised if this is uh, action against that too. Because he went on to Twitter and saying, "What was he saying?" Basically, um, he that they they don't go that they don't go to bat for him. That yeah, for that WWE. That, how Dar was Darren Young not allowed to be on the tour? Yeah, he wasn't allowed to be on the tour because in that country they uh, not only Darren Young but also the divas. Yeah, because I mean, the and then WWE tweeted out saying how it's. Unfortunate, but they, they have no say in. They can't do anything about it. It's the country. I mean, and I, I agree with the. I think that's WWE. Such, the, but that's I think such WWE, bullshit. You can't be gay, so you can't. I mean, you're, if you're yeah. gay, you can't be in that country? You, yeah, that's you're, ridiculous. You're, you're, prime, you're a prime target. If you're a woman, you can't go out there and wrestle. You've got to wrestle yeah. like Rashida. I think WWE, what is her name? I think WWE did the Sayed right thing. Rashid, what is her name? I think WWE did the right thing. If if I fear that if they did anything otherwise, it would have put uh, them in danger, in, in legit danger. Um, what? I don't know. There's a lot of hate in this world, dude. Especially out of this country, and there's a lot of hate in this country as well. Right. So I wouldn't be surprised if if this escalated. But WWE all. put all the blame on the country. How is that a good thing? Uh, well, don't, don't blame us. It's, it's, it's the country that has ass backwards ruling. All right. Well, the Ascension uh, continued to attack Dan, uh, Darren Young. And then Titus O'Neil came out to make the save. You know, but, what, you know what I hated before that was the commentary. Did, did we even catch his partner's name? It's like, no, he's a fucking jobber. We don't know who he is at all. So then Titus O'Neil came out, made the save. Um, but the last time we saw them, they were having the, a big feud and it just makes, and Titus O'Neil turned his back on him, but now he's making a save for him. This makes no sense to me. This is shit booking. This could have been something with Titus versus Darren, Darren Young with Darren Young returning and attacking Titus from behind, or it could have been, you, you could have went with the entire bunny storyline with Young being underneath the bunny suit, attacking Titus, which they kind of. They didn't tease, but there was a lot of speculation during that time with the bunny, with uh, the rosebuds. But overall, I feel like this just really let down on a return. I think this was probably the most confusing thing that I've seen in a long time, considering that we just saw Slater Gator wrestle on SmackDown. 
And it's unfortunate because um, I'm a big fan of Slater Gator, and I always I think a lot of they have grown to become fan favorites a little bit, a uh, little bit. But it's unfortunate that that's kind of kaputs now. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, as of now, we gotta wait to the live shows to see. Well, they, and the they, live shows, well, they, I mean, SmackDown, uh, Raw, not not SmackDown, not Main Event, not Superstars. Well, they interviewed uh, Darren Young afterwards about the Titus, and they, he did bring up how they had their differences. But then he also said how he has to see what's going to be happening. He, has, he doesn't know if they're a tag team yet, but he does see that gold is in their future. So it's kind of like, wait, but didn't you just say that you don't know if you're going to be a tag team, but now you're I, I really championship? Hope. I really well. He didn't say championship. He said gold, which it's in their future. That we know WWE. We could be another Billy and Chuck storyline. No, stop. Why? It sounds stupid. Why WWE's done shit like this in the past? That's I would never think that in a million years. Which is why you're not smart like me. So you're gonna you think that they're gonna do a Billy and Chuck storyline because he's gay? You never know. You never know what WWE does. Stop. You'll never know what WWE is going to do until they do it. Stop. Moving on. I stand by that. You should, because if you didn't, you'd be a flip-flopper. And I'm certainly not a flip-flopper. Bad News Barrett defeated Miz Dell, thanks to the distraction of The Miz. Yeah, Miz did that oh. same thing that he did last week on Raw, with uh, making Miz Dow stop what he's doing to help him out on the outside. I still hate this so much. There's no reason why Sandow, Mizdow, has to be the personal assistant of The Miz. And he has to be bitched around in this manner. He did not... If there was a match of The Miz versus Miz uh, versus Sandow that led to this happening, okay, I understand it. But to be in this sort of... It, it's, it doesn't make sense to me at all. Yeah. But uh, as Mizdow was going to help him, Miz like, yeah, never mind. And he turned around right into the bull hammer. That's not, really when, the, not really the victory that you want Bad News Barrett to pick up going into a pay-per-view. Right, but. which I guess wasn't even the victory that he picked up going into a pay-per-view because we'll speak about that later. Yeah. Wasn't even a victory. But uh, that's where things got really weird where Ambrose ran down and zip-tied Bad News Barrett to the ring post and then took a pen and moved his hand to sign the contract with Barrett's tied hands, which... I'm pretty sure it's illegal to do that, especially because it's on live television. I don't see how anyone, like logistically, I don't see how that's possible, how they could have a match based off of that. They've had other stuff, cir circumstances like that take place, not the same, but false signatures and stuff. I don't recall. So, Next up, you had Jimmy and Naomi. Take it on, Kid and Natalia. Jimmy and Naomi picking up the victory. I was a big fan of Naomi and Natalia's exchanges with the pinning. Uh, uh, that brought about that finish. Yeah, I. I mean, it's it looked slow at first, but whatever. I I, still, didn't, I thought it was still good. Yeah, I I was a fan of it. I like how the pin happened. I just I wish this was an intergender match instead of a mixed tag. You're never going to see an intergender match in WWE ever again. Which sucks because I think Natalia and Naomi in this circumstance, both of them could work against the men in this match. Yeah. If you train together, and from what I would assume, they do have intergender training. It's not like, all right, the Divas are in the, are in the ring, all the men get out. I'm sure you do train with each other. I mean, I know on the independent scene they train together. 
In WWE, I'm sure to get experience, you train together. There's no reason why they shouldn't be able, able to compete against each other. Especially because, I mean, look who the people are. Like, Tyson Kidd is really good. So yeah. it's like, there's almost no way. I mean, I'm not going to say no way. The, because... It doesn't make the men look any look weak. Right. If you go back in time, look at Dean Malenko versus Lita. It's so good. Like there's so there's matches that women can face men and they're good matches. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make either either of them look weak or stronger. It's stupid. But uh yeah. During in the your- match, Natty went to go tag in Tyson Kidd and uh he said, No, you take care of it. So she went to lock in the sharpshooter. That's when Naomi reversed it into a pin and Few more pin reversals. Naomi won. Afterwards, uh, Tyson Kidd got in the ring and yelled at Natty, and showed her how to put on the sharpshooter, which that looked like a legit move when he put it onto the air. Yeah, I, I was a so, fan of that, especially Cesaro kind of berating her too. Yeah, uh, being like, "What's your deal?" Uh, in the main event, you had Big Show defeating Daniel Bryan by disqualification. Yeah. Um. Big Show threw Debray right into Roman Reigns. Why was Roman Reigns standing there? I guess that's... I he, don't know. Why wasn't he on commentary? I guess he's not strong enough to be on commentary. Like He couldn't be sitting at the table. He's, he's just randomly going to stand next to commentary. Well, we've seen that happen mo- multiple times before. I When? I think that's stupid. There's definitely times where people just came out there to stand. To stand right next to commentary? Yeah. I mean, usually the people to watch the match. I think it's stupid to be standing like that. I so I don't so then he so. threw him into them. They started to uh, go at uh, push each other a little bit, which should kind of be a DQ maybe. Uh, and then Big Show speared Roman Reigns inadvertently, not, uh, taking him out. Then they went back and forth a little bit. Daniel Bryan was about to hit a drop kick. Well, we can the, only assume, I guess, right? Yeah, front drop kick from the turnbuckle. Roman Reigns gets in the ring, nails the Superman punch to Big Show, causing the disqualification. Big Show out of the ring. Roman Reigns turns around and gets rocked with the dropkick and the brawl to lead up to Fastlane starts up. Yeah, and uh, that brawl was awesome. And it was yeah. an awesome way to end the Monday Night Raw for a go-home show to a pay-per-view, even think- though it's weird because the match doesn't even involve one of them being a current champion. I don't think it has to. Well, I, mean, I just we, think it's we, weird. We discussed, this, we discussed this so often on this show where you think that sometimes it does, and I think sometimes it doesn't. Well, right, but I I just think it's weird given the fact that it's like like this was a huge buildup, and it doesn't involve the, ch- the current champion. I don't think it has to. I don't uh, think it has to at all. I think the current champion the only, should the be only, involved every time. So I don't. The only flaw that I see in this is I think Seth Rollins should be, be uh, booked a little bit better than he is, considering where he was with the authority, how he's the one that brought back the authority, Triple H and Stephanie. And I think that it's just kind better of Better in what sense? Huh? Better in what sense? What do you mean? Better booked how? I don't know. I, I, I like that idea of how you mentioned Rollins involved with the with yeah, the fatal there's still time. Pick. There's still time. You have a month left. It's yeah. like March 29th or something like that. So the brawl ensues. All, all the brawls are always fun to end Raw. Um, yeah, you, so got, that was, you got to see Bill DeMont. You also got to see Robbie Brookside. You got to see Norman Smiley. Yeah. Where were the normal agents? 
they were not booked. Right? Um, what was that? Yeah, so that was overall a good Raw. In a dark match, they had John Cena defeating Bray Wyatt. Um, Bray Wyatt was, uh, from the from reading, he was noticeably very, very sick. And during the match, he was puking. All well, Vince McMahon probably had a huge, uh, yeah, whatever. He had a huge hard one, I'll say that, whatever. <laughs> yeah, um, so he was puking during his match. Hopefully, it's nothing serious. Hopefully, Bray Wyatt just has a little... A little flu, not flu, but just a little stomach bug. Maybe it was build-up for WrestleMania where he'll be facing Papa Shango. Who knows? Who <laughs> knows? Only Papa knows that one. On to SmackDown. SmackDown. How did we open up? Daniel Bryan defeated The Miz. And uh, before the match, they showed Miz talking about how uh, Daniel Bryan was Miz's NXT rookie, which I thought that was awesome that they brought that up. And uh, Miz Dow did the same thing during uh, the entrance uh, where Miz went and took his sunglasses off. Miz Dow did the same thing, and uh, Miz got on the mic and berated him. Did I say Miz? Yeah. Because yeah. I said Mike, too, and I thought I said Mike for Miz's name. Mm-mm. But yeah, Miz berated uh, Miz Dow. So, yeah. Uh, Daniel Bryan picked up the victory. Oh, and he, and he made him, this lock. Yeah, he made him go to the back to get a towel for him for when he's done with the match. Yeah, but I don't believe he actually left ringside. No, he did. He went. He, oh, he left. Did. He went and grabbed a towel. So after Daniel Bryan defeated Miz, Miz Dow was right there with that towel and smiling. So. Oh. Uh, you also had Ryback defeating Kane with the shell shock. It was a it was a good match. It was a short match, like Daniel yeah. Bryan and Miz was, but and I feel like not much happened. It just showed off Ryback's Rybackness. Yeah, I, I agree. It showed off. It made Ryback look strong. Uh, th- th- this booking would have been good for Roman Reigns versus Kane. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Then, like, if but, Roman Reigns had this victory over Kane, it would have made him look really good. So Roman Reigns picked up the victory over Kane by countout, while Ryback picked up a legit victory over right. Kane with, the, with his finisher and pretty much dominated a good amount. Yeah. Um, Up so. next, which, whatever, uh, R-Truth defeated Bad News Barrett. What the fudge? Dean Ambrose was on commentary, and uh, it was Bad News Barrett trying to get Dean Ambrose to watch his match. Yeah, he wanted him to see his finisher being hit. And R-Truth beat him. It was like a teenage girl trying to get the boy that she likes to notice her. Yeah. Um, The thing that I really didn't like was Dean Ambrose on commentary. He was saying how Bad News Barrett doesn't have any pride in being champion, he barely he doesn't because he doesn't defend it. He doesn't he never defends his championship because he lacks pride, unlike Mr. Perfect and all these other wrestlers. Yet when Dean Ambrose was champion, uh, uh, U.S. champion, he didn't defend it at all. But he was a bad guy, so I mean, yeah. But it's very <laughs> one of those things where fans are it very is, quick to for, forget, which is also bullshit. Yeah, but I just that was like. That just makes Bad News Barrett look like shit. Like, hey, hey, look at me. Look at me. Pay attention to me. No, it makes Bad News Barrett look at sh- look like shit. Him blocking Markin out. I don't know why he's blocking. That's us. right. That's right. You heard it. You heard it, listeners. But this is Bad from... News Barrett has blocked Markin out no, yeah, no, for the past no, like no, three no. years. Wade Barrett blocked Markin out. I think what happened, though, was a fan had tagged us and him in something. Yeah, probably some hate tweet. 
and it was something hateful or something. And Bad News Barrett was like, I'm afraid I have some bad news for the both of you. Blocked. And we've always been fans, huge supporters of Wade Barrett. So, yeah. So tweet Bad News Barrett. Be like, yo, we love you. Uh, Unblock us. Don't tweet him. Yeah, don't don't do it. Because then he'll probably block you too. But do you think that Um, made him look weak? Yeah. Like, um, why, why did Bad News Barrett need... Why was he so desperate for Ambrose's attention? Yeah. Ambrose, I, I, Ambrose for weeks has been desperately trying to get uh, Bad News Barrett's attention. And now that he got it, Bad News Barrett's now trying to desperately get Ambrose's attention? Yeah. I, I think that Bad News Barrett... Yeah, it got the it got over with the crowd. The but grounds I think I would've, of this I match liked, are... Hold on. I would have liked to see Bad News Barrett turn around and actually hit the... The elbow on uh, our truth and pick up the victory. I thought yeah, that, that was... makes him look so weak that he lost. Yeah, and the grounds of this match, like I said, are so screwy that that's allowed. Yeah. How you're allowed to be zip tied, have a pen put into your hand, and have the person move your hand to make a signature. How does that make sense? Pro wrestling, dude. I don't get it. The Ascension defeated New Day. Um, yeah, that's it. Yeah, it was Biggie Langston and Xavier Woods. Uh, yeah. I liked the match, but uh, not much went on. But it was a good match. Yeah. And uh, I understand that it, it might look bad on TV if a crowd is dead. But there's no reason to pipe in booze because it sounds like a loud wind. It, um, do- it doesn't sound natural enough. It doesn't sound like booze. Yeah. Roman Reigns defeated Luke Harper. Um, eh. I liked that one point where uh, Luke Harper went for... Went to kick Roman Reigns and he shoved his leg down and punched him instead, which I can't, yeah. I can't recall last time I saw that as a counter. I I st- probably in a video game, but I still think that the misuse of Luke Harper is a shame. Yeah, I don't like that Luke Harper loses so much. I mean, I so maybe hey, how many times have we said it on the podcast that in order to build someone up, you have to break them down? But that's not what they're doing here. That's he's just one of those floaters. I don't want to see it as that. Luke Harper's a floater. I mean, he was just IC champion. And yeah, and barely, Zach, Zach Ryder was just U.S. champion. Barely. And now flash forward this. He's just yeah. floating. But I like the ending of this match where Reigns went to go for the spear only to be kicked. And the kick sent him into the rebound, into the ropes. And Roman Reigns hit that spear. I thought that was the coolest thing. Yeah. I, I still think that Harper is probably one of the most talented people on that roster. He absolutely is. Um, especially being for his size and how quick he is and the the ring the his move set, he has the most talent. Yeah. He's he's up I would put him in Ziggler status and he could sell he sells so well. Yeah, yeah. And being the I mean, you it's a rarity to have a big guy that could actually do something like that. Yeah, speaking so. of big guys who could or who used to be able to move like that uh well not well one one picking picking up what one is picking it up though mm. you, you even said it last week or but two not ago that not in the same sense it was probably like three months ago that i said that but no 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 not in the same sense as luke harper's movement. oh no 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 like okay. luke harper dives and stuff big yeah. show probably could have if oh i'm not talking about I'm, what Harper has nothing is a ton better than Big Show. I'm talking about how you were saying. No, Owen no, 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 no. Luke Harper's not a ton better than Big Show. I think he is. Back, I think it, back in Big Show's prime, Big oh, Show was really talking, good. 
not talking prime. I'm talking so I'm now. saying, if Big Show needed to in his prime, he probably could have been doing the same thing that uh, Luke Harper's been doing. I disagree. I don't. I, th- I think that Big Show was too big to do something like that. I, I don't, don't know. Think I think he was super athletic. He was. It's not Big Show that we know today. He was thin. I still. I, I'm sorry. I don't think that I could ever see Big Show doing a suicide dive. You don't think it because you've never seen it. And I, I think that he was in shape. He was really in shape. I think that the the flaw that happens is he's not quick. Big Show. And you, yeah. I just he's not, not now he's not. Even back then he wasn't. I quick. completely disagree. He all was right. one of the best fucking big men back in the day. Alright, but wait, all right, let's talk about the match though. The, the match was a complete pointless. Like it was like a squash match. Big show defeated Eric Rowan. Leading up to their big poor, pay-per-view match. Poor, poor build up to a pay-per-view match. Yeah. And yes, we know that is is it still considered pay-per-view? I call it pay-per-view. It's still on pay-per-view. People are still buying it on pay-per-view. Is it? Yeah. All right. I didn't know that they still have it on pay-per-view. I thought that they had that entire dispute or whatever where they were going to take it off pay-per-view. Who would they have a dispute with? Didn't they in DirecTV and everything? DirecTV doesn't control everybody's pay-per-view. I thought that they were going to stop airing them. No. There's still Time Warner. There's Cablevision. Yeah, but I thought overall they were going to stop. All right. I don't think so. You had Paige defeating Cameron with that build-up, that amazing build-up. Uh, I think Cameron doing a body splash into the corner isn't a good move for her to hit. She's not strong enough to make it look good. Yeah. Um, but I do. A lot that, yeah. I do. Surprisingly, I liked a move she did. I liked that DDT she hit on Paige when Paige was getting into the ring. I agree. I agree. That's yeah. why I, I do think that Cameron is – when people say she should be fired. David, she, she pinned somebody on their stomach. <laughs> There's yes, the I, argument there. That yeah, check, checkmate, it, checkmate. It is. It is a checkmate. I can't. I could. I could hype her up so much and say that she is a great heel. Her favorite match and, of all time was Molina versus Alicia Fox. Dude, she was working you from the start. Yeah. She was working you from the start. Genius. Steve Austin's like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, what? Who? It's not even like who Alicia who. <laughs> Next up, you had. Oh, and then uh, the Bella Twins were on commentary. It's like yeah. whatever. Yeah. Next up, you had Goldust backstage. Yeah, and he was saying that he could beat uh, Stardust at Fastlane. And Stardust appeared on television and said that after Fastlane, Cody will no longer exist. And the WWE Universe will forget the name of Goldust. <laughs> or whatever he goes. Whatever. Which, however which only, Stardust. Is. I hope that this isn't the end of their feud. I wanted, I, I could see... At WrestleMania, maybe Stardust versus Dustin. But what if it's maybe it's just Cody versus? I can't see Cody being Stardust. Stardust. Dude, how crazy would that be? If probably the biggest the biggest gimmick of your career is Goldust. Would you say so? Yeah, of course. And you go out at WrestleMania as Dustin Runnels or Dustin Rhodes. Like, how crazy would that be? We he is supposed to be hanging up the boots soon, yeah, and returning to his backstage uh, booker role or whatever uh, agent role with WWE. I could see Dustin Runnels versus uh, Stardust, and the only reason I say that'd be insane. That'd be absolutely insane. The only reason I say Stardust is because he is so adamant that he isn't Cody Rhodes, and I could see Stardust 
continuing to uh, carry over as a character. And as opposed to Cody could be a fallback at some point, but I see Stardust being very hot, and you should run with Stardust to pass well past WrestleMania. Dude, I'd probably mark out if Dustin Runnels or Dustin Rhodes wrestled WrestleMania. Dude, I, he'd, I, have, he'd have the cowboy oh, yeah, boots I on. I guess it, it would have, have to the be trunks. Dustin, it would have to be Dustin Rhodes. Probably. Yeah, so I'd see Dustin Rhodes versus Stardust at WrestleMania as a match. That'd be insane. And what? Wait, dude. Imagine, Dusty Rhodes on the pole match? No, no. Hell no. <laughs> Dusty Rhodes could be a ringside or whatever, but they should do a cowbell match. That would be sick. That would be phenomenal. Would WWE ever give them the time? No. Book it. Dustin Rhodes versus Stardust cowbell match. WrestleMania. Need more. Cowbell. No. Um, next, next up you had a no contest between Jimmy Uso and Tyson Kidd. Uh, they were about to duke it out, but no, they Rusev. did. They they started the match and everything. They oh, were I wrestling? Thought, I no, they were wrestling. They were oh, full they into the match, and boom! All of a sudden, Rusev comes out of nowhere and attacked everyone. Kid I, and Cesaro escaped, but Jay went to go try and help Jimmy. Failed. I, yeah. I don't. I thought it was bullshit that John Cena wasn't there to come out and try and make the save. Yeah, John Cena, his theme song should have hit, and he should have ran off from Rusev. I don't understand. What was the point of Rusev? Doing that, I guess, that doesn't make him look strong at all. To, dude, you didn't think that built him up so much before a main event, uh, uh, pay per view match versus John Cena? No, not at all. Me neither. Um, oh, so in, screw you. <laughs> I thought that it, made him look weaker. In fact, that he I, had to come out during somebody else's match and attack four people who had nothing, absolutely nothing, to do with Rusev. I agree. I just think to, that they built up. Have him get get put over by Cena. Yeah. What? How does that make sense? So in your main event, you had Seth Rollins defeating Dolph Ziggler. Um, it, it was a good match. Yeah, I guess Ryback, Ryback, Eric Rowan, Kane, and Big Show were ringside, and I think J&J Security were banned from ringside? Yeah, they were not at ringside. Yeah, so Kane ended up causing a distraction, and Seth Rollins caught Ziggler midair into that powerbomb and uh, powerbombed him into the corner. Then he hit him with the curb stomp. Uh, yeah. Seth Rollins, Big um, Show, Kane, and J&J Security. Yeah, J&J ran out. Attacked. It was just a a good good uh, fighting. Yeah, they attacked Bro. Rowan after the match. And uh, Ryback ran into the ring, took everyone out. But, uh, but let's not... Got, taken, got I mean, taken out himself. I like during the match, Seth Rollins slapped Ryback on the outside of the ring. Just like standing oh, yeah. up to him. He slapped him right across the face. I, I was really, big, what, what do you mean standing up to him though? I mean, uh, Ryback was on, wasn't being a bully though. No, he, but he, yeah, that's true. Not standing up to him, but he was instigating with someone a lot bigger than him. And then I, that's, I like that's that. when, that's when Ziggler ran out and clotheslined him or whatever. Yes. Yeah. That's where the clothesline happened. Yeah. Um, it was a good match. But, Chaos. Okay. I don't, I don't get the ending though. I don't, I have a big, big, Big piss off moment with this though. With the actual thing or the fact that this was the go home? No, no, match. no. Go home, I'm okay with. The fact that this, Seth Rollins, I assume, I guess, Kane and Big Show versus Dolph Ziggler, Ryback, and Eric Rowan was the huge blow off of SmackDown. Yes, yeah, that was the big takeaway. Even though, but where was Eric, uh, not Eric Rowan, uh, Daniel Bryan first match? Yeah. Roman Reigns, fourth match. Yeah, I, I, I think that they focused on the two of them on Raw. And then on this one, like you said, it was focused on that six-man tag. But the thing I really didn't like, Eric Rowan. 
he got the shit beating out of him by Big Show. Pretty much he was unconscious. He got thrown into the steel steps. He got chokeslammed. He was out of it. And now, what, maybe 30 minutes later, he's able to run to the ring and put in compete? That always so, happens. There was, yeah, but I hate that. Dolph Ziggler doesn't – like there's always some wrestlers that carry over injuries because that's what you should be doing. They would he did not carry over any injury from earlier that night. But Eric that Rowan might the be fuck out of me. But Eric Rowan might be one of those characters that can just forget about pain and. But then sh- show me something that show me some sort of a promo or make mention of that on commentary. He was not a hundred percent. Say that he was not a hundred percent because of his because of his match earlier tonight. But he got legit shit kicked out of him, and now he's able to compete at one hundred percent. I hate that. Well, it clearly, it clearly wasn't 100% because he got taken out. Yeah, but it wasn't because of what happened earlier in the night. I mean, or at least, I mean, the commentary didn't make it seem like that. Right. And I hate oh, that. Oh, the commentary didn't make it seem like that. It's the commentary and the wrestler. The wrestler, he should have been selling a little bit of a head injury. That's interesting or that you brought that up with the commentary, given what I had said earlier about um, Paige and the, the outfit she had to wear on Raw. I don't know. Truth be honest, I didn't even hear the commentary during that match. Oh, so. well, look at that. <laughs> um, let's talk about. Let's talk about chicks, man. I'm just kidding. I haven't main heard event that in so or long. NXT. Well, I thought you wanted to talk about NXT. All right. Well, main event. I mean, what do you? I mean, yeah. yeah well, we could touch on main event first if you want. All right. Uh, Lucha Dragons, Kalisto and Sin Cara made their debut on main but, event as the Lucha Dragons. Uh, taking on, oh, taking on Kalisto. Kalisto made his debut. Yeah, but the Lucha Dragons made their debut. Right, but Sin Cara has been. Yeah, but he's never been referred to. A featured to as player, Lucha. we should say. But he's never been referred to right. as the Lucha Dragons, exactly. or one half of. Right. So it was a good match. Happy to see Kalisto in the WWE uh, ring in front of a live audience like that. Very he awkward. Ver- very awkward to see uh, Axel teaming up with. Heath Slater, just randomly. Yeah. Um, but looking forward to seeing more of this in action. Hopefully they remain where they are and they get brought over to, I guess, <laughs> next, I would assume it's a SmackDown match and I, then Raw. I hope Raw first. but I can see SmackDown first just in case anything happens. They have it taped. Why you got to say shit like that, man? I don't know. It's the truth. So, all right, so now let's talk about Lucha Dragons came from NXT. Let's talk about NXT this week. Yeah. Kevin Owens had his little promo to open up um, NXT. Then you also had uh, Elias Samson Samson in the ring. And uh, all of a sudden, the rhino sound happens and rhino comes out. The crowd went crazy for this. Yeah. And I thought it was funny you pointed out that father. (laughs) Yeah. The, father, either, the father's ringside, chanting holy shit, covering his son's ears. Yeah, if you guys haven't noticed, rewatch that clip on YouTube where they're chanting holy shit. In the front row, there's a wrestling fan covering his son's ears, chanting holy shit. I thought, <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. I feel um, like that's some, some things that we've seen live, too. Probably. Like, I feel like oh, I've oh, seen that with, like, parents do that before. That reaction that Rhino got, would, that had to have been, re- like, really, really something else for him. Uh, something nice to receive, especially being out of WWE for so long to come back to such a reaction. 
Yeah, and, so it's, now, and it's like he just returns and nobody knew it was coming. Oh, yeah. Why would Rhino be on? Why would Too Cool make their return? Why would they be on NXT? Why would Rhino be on NXT? It's the same thing. It's crazy. It's great stuff. And now, this time, at least we got an explanation for it. Yeah, and it looks like Rhino's going to be sticking around. Yeah, um, because after I, his match, uh, Finn Balor was backstage talking to whoever that is. I was going to say Renee, but it's definitely not Renee Young. Uh, and Rhino basically makes get a stare down with him. Yeah, stares him down and kind of smirks a little bit and walks away. Yeah, so maybe we're going to see Rhino working with Finn Balor in the future. That should be interesting. And I would love to see – um, they had William Regal interviewed um, on YouTube. And William Regal was asked about Rhino and he said how he's always looking forward to bringing in uh, past competitors that are seeking uh, uh, to raise their status in WWE or come back to WWE. I actually think this might have aired. It may have. I'm not too sure. But then he goes on to say that he, Rhino is a great competitor to have in NXT. So I could only assume that Rhino is going to be sticking around for a little bit of time, which I'm, I hope that he sticks around for good. Yeah. Um, and he also makes note that next week on NXT, the Ryan Kendrick will be returning to WWE and uh, in a match, the match that he's not uh, that he's competing in is not announced yet. But he did say that it's going to be a very good treat for the fans. It's so funny that it's like, because I guess back in the day he was going as Spanky. So when WWE brought him in, he was Spanky, but they quickly changed it to Brian Kendrick. Yeah, and I guess now that he's been growing as Brian Kendrick on the indie scene, it's like we need you to be our guy again. So we're going to stick that the in front of your name again to make you the Brian Kendrick. Which that's well, the interesting. last. Uh, I wonder, his last gimmick was the Brian Kendrick with WWE, right? Right. Yeah. So yeah. I wonder if he's going to come out with like that fancy jacket and like the the tights and everything. Not the tights, I, I, the trunks. I I think so. I think he's going to be that character. But looking forward to seeing him, and I'm excited to see who else they bring back, uh, bring in. Yeah, um, and I'm sure all- we'll find out next week if there's somebody else. Or yeah, uh, you also had C.J. Parker in the ring, pretty much taking over the event, saying how it's kind of BS, how he's not booked or anything, and he's laying out the yellow ropes, uh, the caution tape all around the ring. You get the hacking noise. Lights go out. Lights go back on. Solomon Crow attacks CJ Parker from behind and beats the shit out of him. Nails his rebound body splash. Gets on the mic saying how the show may uh, resume now. Drops the mic. Leaves. I Crowd thought, went crazy. I loved it. I thought the hacking part took too long to do. I thought it was great. Because it was I, like clear as day that he was coming. Well, of course you knew. I wanted was- a, I wanted a surprise thing where it was like, Shh, lights go out, boom. Oh well, I wasn't and I, expecting and I thought, that. And I thought it looked kind of weak. I because thought it who looked- is who is C.J. Parker? I thought it looked strong. I thought it looked made Solomon Crow beat the shit out of him. I don't see it like that at all. I I see him Solomon Crow beat the shit out of him. Solomon Crow got a huge reaction from the crowd. I think that the timing of the the hacking, how it went a little bit, stopped, and then completely went into it. I was a big fan of that. And I'm looking forward to Solomon Crow in action on WWE NXT. I'm looking forward to the bright future that he does have. And I'm looking forward to listening to more of his I promos. I can't really say that he has a bright future. I think he does. 
I mean, you also thought Cassius Ono had a bright future. Yeah, and I was wrong. So, so that's why I wouldn't say. I'm. I still think I'm allowed to think that and have an opinion well, just, on that. No, I'm just saying that. You, I'm saying you shouldn't say it because I'm saying that because it's my opinion. Well, um. So looking forward to more of Solomon Crow. I'm hoping that him and Dean Ambrose uh, tangle at some point, considering that their background and they are acknowledging backgrounds and everything. Uh, especially with Drake Younger recently. Um, what's his wrestling name? Wurtz? Drake Wurtz, uh, I think. Yeah. They, I think that they, might be his legit name. I don't know. I, I'm i unsure. But Unless they, his legit name is Drake Younger. Yeah, but they made an entire – they put out an article on WWE.com featuring him and his uh, CZW and uh, Deathmatch background. Yeah, how he's the most hardcore ref. Yeah. So – um, you also had Cass and uh, Enzo versus the, picking up a victory over the Vaude villains. Um, yeah, what else to say about that match? No, not much. Sasha Banks picked up the victory against Blue Pants, which I don't know if that makes Banks look like shit, kind of, where the fans are completely behind a jobber. Well, I think I don't think it makes her look weak at all because that's she's a heel. You're, they're not supposed to be on her side, and Blue Pants. I was just surprised that they used blue pants. Then she had an entrance video and a theme song, if you want to call it a theme song. Right, which this goes back. Yeah, what the fuck was that? I, I think it was more of one of those moments where they were trying to like, like belittle the wrestler, but it completely it. Backfired. If that was their idea, it backfired because the crowd was loving blue pants. Which this brings me back to what I was going to say earlier on in the show. If this was OVW. Back in the day, we would have been say, seeing similar things like this. I feel like where the non-contracted workers would be getting well, loud, getting loud pops like that and not winning. Well, I mean, we've seen this before. I mean, we've seen like me and Yim wrestle. We've no, no, but I, mean, but I mean in the sense of if this was OVW with WWE back in the day. I don't, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe I don't know OVW too well. Um, in the main event, you had Kevin Owens picking up a victory over Adrian Neville. Um, non-title match. Good match. Solid match. Um, I like the uh, 450 off the apron. Yeah, that was a cool spot. Uh, very good match from both wrestlers overall. Yeah. Um, so now, what else do we have? I guess that's it. Let's get on to Fastlane. Oh, shit, you're right, Fastlane. I was going to say shameless plugs, but here in my little notes, I have Fastlane live from the FedEx Forum in Memphis, Tennessee. I always want to sing that thing, that little ditty. The, I'm yeah, the Andy Kaufman. Yeah. Do but uh, this is something. No, I'm not going to do that. But first of all, let me say that the theme song for this, for this pay-per-view is awful. It's mm-hmm. Faster by Kid Ink, whatever that is. Yeah. Awful. WrestleMania has a bad theme song, too. It's really bad. Yeah. But uh, this is one of those things where WWE pisses me off. I know you told me to get past it. But WWE is putting out Fastlane spelled F-A-S-T space L-A-N-E. And then they're also putting out tweets with Fastlane as one word. And that really pisses me off. And on the pay-per-view poster, it's one word, but it's all capital letters. So it could still be those two words. I just don't understand. if you're If you're the company... Put it out the same way. So nah. maybe there's a social media person to get fired there. So, nah, I doubt it. Um, me too. 
All right, so let's oh. go through the, some of this card. Yeah, before uh, the, the pay-per-view starts, we're going to be seeing a special broadcast of Miz TV with Paul Heyman. What? What? Why? To put yeah. Brock Lesnar over? That's such bullshit. I, that's, that goes back to me thinking Brock should be at the pay-per-view. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, well, actually, I don't agree with you. I don't think he has to be at the pay-per-view, so I take that back. I don't think it's like a special thing to see Brock Lesnar. I think it is. I really I don't understand how. I, I can't see it. All right, so you got Goldust versus Stardust. Who are you picking? I'm going with... Shit, because I want this to lead to a no contest. So you're just going to go no contest? Yeah, even though it's probably a wrong decision, but I'm going to go with no contest. Okay. Or I'm somebody going... wins by a DQ or something. Is it a no contest or a no DQ? No, it'd be a no contest or a DQ. Well, you can't say DQ. It's either or. Well, I'm just saying. I'm saying no contest, but I could see okay. it being a DQ. All right, so Brandon, you're choosing no contest. I'm choosing Stardust. But what, how does that lead into anything? I think that Stardust is going to pick up a victory in this match. Yeah, but where from there, where does it go to WrestleMania? I guess I Goldust, oh, Goldust will never be heard of, and then comes back as Dustin Rhodes. No. Usos vert, uh, def defending the championship against Kid and Cesaro. I'm going with the Usos. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm going with the Usos as well. Usos for you. We have the uh, Intercontinental Championship on the line between Bad News Barrett and Dean Ambrose. I am going with Bad News Barrett, even though I could definitely see Dean Ambrose picking up that victory. I'm going with Dean Ambrose to become the new champion. Uh, you have, we'll go to the Divas match. Um, Nikki defending the championship against Paige. I'm going with, um, you know what, I'm going to go with Nikki. I had originally Paige, but I'm going with Nikki. And then Paige won't win it? Not this pay-per-view. I'm going Nikki. WrestleMania? Maybe. I'm going to go with Nikki too then. Because that'd be cool to see Paige get her like mania moment. Yeah. Um, we have Rusev, the champion. United States Championship on the line versus John Cena. I think this is a no-brainer here. Rusev mm -hmm. or John Cena by disqualification, but I'm one going or with the Rusev. other. Who are you going with? Rusev. All right, I'm going with John Cena by that count that or no DQ that you said. I don't think Rusev is winning. Um, next up, you have Ziggler, yeah. Ryback, and Rowan versus Kane, Rollins, and Show. You're probably right too. What? I'm going Kane, Rollins, and Show. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go with the Authority. Okay. And then what I assume will be the main event, we see the winner uh, go on to face Brock Lesnar for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship at WrestleMania 31. Roman Reigns I'm going with. I am going to follow you with that one, and I'm going with Roman Reigns as well. So we have actually a few things picked differently. Yeah, we have one. Two, we have one. Three. Three. We have Goldust, Stardust, yeah. Bad News Barrett, Ambrose, and Nikki, and uh, not Nikki. Yeah, uh, no, Rusev and John Cena. Yeah, Rusev Cena. Um, all right, and that is all we have next week. We'll be covering that. We'll be covering the results of some of the uh, indie wrestling scenes that uh, events that are taking place this weekend.
Yeah. And, yeah. and the, the WrestleMania theme song, by the way, is Rise by David Guetta, whatever his name is, and Skylar Gray. It's really shitty. That guy's an awful performer, or whatever he is. What is he? A DJ, I think. DJ. Yeah. That ever become a thing. But uh, music started and getting shit. Well, that's not true because there's been. I think there's really good DJs out there, and then there's people like Smash Mouth. What is his name? Smash Mouse. What is I his don't name? Know. The big mouse. He wears a head. Disney sued him. I don't know. All right, let's get on to the shameless plugs. All right. Thank you, everyone, for promoting us this past week in professional wrestling. So everyone should go follow. You heard from him earlier today. Ryan. Go follow him at Ryan Davis, K-O-W. You could also go follow his podcast, Shoot Wrestling Podcast, at The Shoot Wrestling, uh, The Shoot Podcast, and give them a listen at TSW podcast.weebly.com. Also go check out one of our favorite uh, Facebook pages to discuss anything pro wrestling, Team Awesome. Go support them at facebook.com slash teamawesome418. And on Twitter, give them a follow at teamawesome418. Also go follow Evan at evanbordner1. Go follow at DTR. M U F C W W E. Go check out John. You heard from him earlier today as well at John Griffin. Jasmine, again, you heard from her at Reverse Anamsage. Disgruntled Dork, go follow, give him a follow at Disgruntled Dork. Our friends over at Jobber Nation at Jobber Nation, go give them a listen. JobberNationRadio.com. Wix.com slash jobber nation. Good people over there. Go follow at Ben Hendley's. Hope everything's well with him. Go also follow NYWC Scott, uh, sign guy himself, B Montem B at NYWC underscore sign guy. Uh, if you are attending this upcoming Psycho Circus, have a lot of fun. We expect to be hearing about uh, your review of the show and what you thought. And uh, if you got any new signs that you're going to be debuting, also go follow Adam at A-D-D-E-A-N-12, at A-D-Dean12. Also go check out Rob. You heard from him earlier today with his question. Go follow him on Twitter at Rob Kimball Brand. Once again, thank you very much, everyone, for supporting us. Uh, supporting us. It is much appreciated. Also, go follow um, on Facebook, the uh, facebook.com slash WWE Fan Nation, except the O in uh, Nation is actually a zero. And also, go check them out on Twitter at WWE Fan Nation. Same thing, a zero instead of the O. Awesome people over there. They, ha- they post results, news, media, games, indie updates, everything you could think of. Another excellent, excellent. Uh, Facebook group and uh, on Facebook you can also go like the very Mysterio fan page that posted about us thank you very much for that thank you everyone for really helping us out uh, the rest of the shameless plugs I'm just going to use to talk about Gotham and Walking Dead I'm pretty sure you used up all your shameless plugs I yeah know. so Gotham this past week was awesome they had the Flying Graysons kind of uh, 
making their impact known. You got the Robin's parents meeting up. Dr. Lee Tompkins, her fascination with Jerome, who is thought to become the Joker. I kind of think Dr. Lee Tompkins is going to become Harley Quinn. I mean, her nickname is Lee. She worked in Arkham, and she has a fascination with Jerome. What do you think about that? Well, I thought you were asking uh, also, me. I was about to say Marvel versus DC. Marvel's better. Um, I'm also a big fan of Victor Zaz. I don't know what he is doing in regards to uh, messing up with people's brains. His name is Victor Zaz? Victor Zaz. Oh, Victor. Uh, he's a pretty badass character, though. Um, next week, we're going to find out about the Red Hood clan, uh, Red Hood gang. So it should be very cool, very that, interesting. That damn TNA getting to you. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, Walking Dead, the episode was – I was. Why are you giving spoilers away to everyone who didn't hear it, watch it yet? They should be listening. They should, uh, yeah, but should people, watch it already. It's people not don't, aired. Yeah, but if, if you they didn't get to time. see it, you got to make sure. Be like, oh, hey, guys, did you see this yet? All this right. Well, see Walking Dead. If you didn't, then turn it off. Uh, no, it was tell them to turn it off. The best part didn't even happen yet. It was an eh episode. It was basically around surrounding around divine intervention. I don't know. What did everyone else think about that? I started watching The Flash. Flash is awesome. Uh, a lot of fun to watch. But did you watch Did you watch The Flash from the start or yeah. did you just watch it? Yeah, from the start. Okay. Um, and that's really all I got to talk about. Brandon, shout outs. A friend of mine said the other day that Barack Obama was president. I said, I can't believe this. Brandon's got shout outs. First up goes to the Blues Brothers. Uh, seeing them on the SNL 40th anniversary special makes me wish that they would uh, make a new movie. I, I don't know if you would wish that, but I know you're a big fan of the, the Blues Brothers, right? Yeah, I've, I'm a big fan of them. I'm okay with it. I, I wouldn't mind seeing a new... Uh, I kind of feel like it would be butchered or something. I don't. I feel like... I don't know. I feel like everybody hated Blues Brothers 2000 with Jim Belushi replacing John. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of it. But I really, I really, really liked that movie. Like, I was, I was like, I must have been 1998. I guess I was like seven years old or eight years old watching that movie. I was just like, I was blown away by the Blues Brothers. And then to go back and watch the first movie after that, just completely blown away by them. Mm-hmm. But uh, next up goes a uh, shout out to 2K for fixing the downloadable content from last last week or two weeks ago, the one more match, because now we can use superstar threads in that pack. Uh, even though we still can't use it for the 2004 Randy Orton, it's nice that they fixed the others. And let me just say that I guess this could also be a, a, an anti shout out there, but why is there, what, what's the reason that we have four Randy Orton's in the game now? Why are there three Seamus's three Mark Henry's? It's like, that's so pointless. Yeah, I'm not a fan of having multiple characters like that. Three Del Rios, especially when two of them are 2011 Del Rios. Same thing with Mark Henry. Two of them are, like, I think 2000, I think two of them, well, there's one that's 2011 and one that's ranges from 2011 to 2013. Yeah. At least we got a WrestleMania 29 arena. Mm-hmm. And Mark Henry's got tons of attires, so that's pretty cool. But uh, last stop is an anti-shout-out. With, I guess, a pun intended there, because it's going to that mission to Mars, and anyone dumb enough to sign up for that. What's the catch with going there? Uh, it's What's a, the qualifications? 
Uh, I don't think you need any qualifications. It's a free trip. They must be looking for some stuff. Yeah, like, oh, there has to be some sort of qualification. They're, they're not setting up any dumbass that sends in. But it's a, a trip to Mars for a reality show, I believe, where the catch is, I guess, you'll never be able to return to Earth. <laughs> Even if you had no family or friends, I don't understand how you could possibly want to leave Earth and to never return. I have to assume that there's no TV or radio up on Mars. You're just going to have to rely on human contact. I have, to assume, I have to assume that there's no fresh vegetables or fresh fruit either. It's definitely it's, a new step for... Uh, it's like a mission to death. Now, who's putting together this reality show? I think the Dutch are. And I guess in 2000... Was it 2000... I think maybe 2016 or 2018 they want to send up... I think 2016 might be where they're sending up uh, supplies or something. And then 2018, by then, they'll be getting like samples from the atmosphere or something. And then by um, 2024, they should be able to... No, the, the mission will start in 2023. And then by 2024, they should be landing. Uh, because I, I guess know. it takes seven months to get up to Mars. Which, how the fuck can you survive seven months it's you have to only the strong can survive so i that's why i don't really know how they could <laughs> you'll have, i don't know understand how they could be picking just random people to go up there you'll, they have, have, to you'll be, have six people who win the contest whatever only one person survives like so what do it yeah do I just, they have to i mean i'm sure they're gonna be going through grueling processes same as an, a, a normal astronaut would undergo but what do you do on Mars when you're like, there's only like six people or whatever with you? I don't know. The only thing you can do really is is science wise and collect samples and study. Yeah, I don't understand that, the point just, of anything else up there. Like, what can you eat? You'll never be able to have a Hershey bar again or something like that. You'll never How be much? able to watch Monday Night Raw again. That's okay. You're just gonna sit there and Mars debate the whole day. What's gonna happen? Because no I assume cool. that's what it's called on on Mars. That it's going to be very interesting. Do you believe in aliens? I don't know what to believe. I don't know. I'm not going to say they don't exist because I see tons of them come into the country. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Wow. <laughs> wow. Anyone's an alien, though. <laughs> I I do believe. I I believe in aliens. I mean, I think it's kind of foolish to think that with so many galaxies out there that we're the only. <laughs> ones. I took a fucking science. Uh, yeah, well, I guess it was a science class in college. A paid science class with college credit on this stuff. Like, I, I just think that it's kind of uh, close-minded to think that we are alone in here, in this world, uh, in this universe, galaxy. Uh, there's so much out there, so much beyond our own scope that we do not know. And with the amount of chemicals and everything that they have out there, I'm, I'm always fascinated with it. Yeah, well. Nah. We'll, we'll find out by 2024. Yeah, right. Well, we'll keep you guys updated on that one. Uh, I don't even you'll, know if we'll you'll be, be running, 50 years old. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we'll be running that long. So. Yeah, I would, don't screw you. Fuck you. I'm gonna yeah, it's it's going to be the Brandon Brandon podcast. The Brandon show. We'll be just talking to the himself. The Brandon show. Yeah, well, people people really enjoyed that Brandon episode that I did solo, so. <laughs> yeah, but Brandon refri- refuses to do another solo episode. Yeah, because well, there's no point if you're available – Nah. Let's, All right, take it home. Yeah, let's not take it home. Let's take it to our... 
That's right, our mark out moment of the week. Brandon, take it away. I gotta give it ultimately to that SNL 40th anniversary special. That was just yeah. one of the coolest things that I've ever seen, and I loved every second of it. I know I you think, didn't you didn't like Melissa McCarthy paying tribute yeah, to I, I mean, Chris I, I Farley. I thought that was hilarious. I thought it was spot on and hilarious. I understand that it was a tribute and everything. I just didn't I didn't find it funny. Um, and I would have, it just made me really, really miss Chris Farley, um, more than anything. I was surprised that they didn't like, I don't know, but they, it was unfortunate to see some people not really used to their potential, like Eddie Murphy. But I think that was Eddie Murphy's because apparently, uh, what's his name? Bill, not Bill. Norm McDonald. Yeah, I don't know why I said Bill. Norm McDonald. Why would I say Bill? I don't know. Bill Murray was awesome on there though. Yeah, Norm MacDonald said that he was writing the Celebrity Jeopardy sketch and had a, an idea to write in Eddie Murphy as Bill Cosby, which ultimately went to Keenan Thompson. But Eddie Murphy said, no, I'm not going to kick a man when he's down. All right, so, I could understand that. But maybe but even you, could, so, you, could, I, you could have had him do Gumby. I think, there's or something, I think there's something there with Eddie Murphy that just – there has to be a reason why this in the first time in like 35 years or whatever it was – Returning to SNL, there has to be something between him and Lauren because the years Eddie Murphy wasn't the years Eddie Murphy was on SNL were the years that Lauren Michaels wasn't. Oh, uh, that's interesting. So I wonder if there's something there between the two of them or whatever. Or Eddie Murphy just feels like I don't need to do this shit. I don't yeah. need to get laughs. So I mean, it's unfortunate because I feel like his career really uh, went down. Um, it's like he goes out in public. He goes, I don't need to get laughs. Like we, we know we saw, we saw your latest movie. Yeah. We saw your Pluto movie. Pluto. Um, then it was fun to see like Adam Sandler reprise opera man. Yeah. Uh, Which we, every- we saw that at, uh, I think the last time we saw opera man was, I think might've been 2001 after the, uh, nine 11. Um, Rob think- Schneider wasn't on there. Was he? No, he was there. He wasn't on it. There was tons of people that were like, like Finesse Mitchell just popped up at the end. Who's that? He was one of the cast members in the early 2000s or mid 2000s. Has he done anything since? I have no idea. (laughs) But I feel like they should have used it more to uh, integrate the the, uh, older cast with the newer ones to like kind of put the rub on them. Yeah, and Which I definitely I guess think the, that the new cast isn't as appealing as the older ones. Well, I, I, I don't know. I really I, don't I guess, like well, that, that black woman. Leslie Jones. Yeah, I don't think that she is funny at all. I think that she's really ripping off Tracy Morgan's gimmick, and I'm, I just don't find her funny. I think she's stupid as hell. I don't know. I don't find her funny. I, and, and the segments that they did write, some of them, that Californian segment was very – I thought that was funny. I love the Californians. A lot of people don't like them, but as soon as that first oh, debuted, that, that was like a legit like thing that they used to do. Yeah, that's Kristen, uh, Hader, and uh, Keenan mostly did them. Oh, and they were like the Californians funny. and Fred also, and it'd be like that. The whole gimmick is they're like, like, what are you doing here? And it's like, oh, I. And then how did you get here? Whatever. Oh, I took the four or five and did this, I went to this. Oh, and went to that. that's gotcha. why. They all were given directions. The Taylor Swift's line from the movie was, "Oh, I went from get this galaxy. I traveled up the huh. Nebulon, or whatever she said." But what did you think about her in that? I thought it was okay. Yeah, I didn't like it. 
it was funny. I feel like she might have been trying too hard for it, but yeah, I, I was still laughing. I was laughing regardless. Some of, of those moments, one. Taylor Swift wasn't really. I mean, I I I like her more when she's on Jimmy Fallon uh, than in that one. Yeah, when she did her, uh, she was wearing a, an Islander jersey there. Yeah, that was very fun. And Rangers. Yeah, and and uh, and Rangers. Um, I I still have to watch the full episode. Did they have a lot? Tracy of- Morgan has been doing stand up since 1992. Leslie Jones has been doing stand up since 1987. Damn, and now she's just getting on SNL. Yeah, Get her well, off it. She's almost 50. She's 47 years old. Yeah, get the younger people on there. She, she was, I don't know when she was, oh, I guess early 2014 it says she was hired as a writer. Get her off. Um, I'd rather not. <laughs> did they have a lot of um, other segments for the th- to cover the three hours? Like, Meaning I mean, sketches? I feel like I, yeah, I feel like I only saw uh, the ones that were well, Dan, Dan Aykroyd had, Reprised his thing with the the bass the bassomatic blender thing. Okay, then I, I all right. So there are a lot of skits that I didn't see. They had uh, Bill Murray reprise his role as the lounge singer. That's cool. Um, they did a huge weekend update as we discussed. Yeah, I saw that Celebrity Jeopardy, which I think was I think might have been the star of the whole show. Yeah, I think Celebrity Jeopardy was the <laughs> when you know Bert, also when uh, Jimmy Reynolds, Fallon with oh yeah uh, Justin Timberlake yeah that opened the show and then that they, was, then they took that to Steve Martin who I guess was the host but not really the host but yeah I thought it was I, funny during the Celebrity Jeopardy when uh, Burt Reynolds gets on and he goes who is uh, Andre the Giant no seriously who is Andre the Giant <laughs> it's yeah. like who wrote like who wrote that I thought that it was funny where they were doing uh that breaking. Song with yeah. Adam Sandler and the other guy, Bill Hader and Adams Adams Andy Samberg. Sorry, yeah, and also Chris Parnell was in there, which yeah. I, I think what might have been. I, I I think that song could have been better, but it was still funny. I, I just like watching the clips of uh, Fallon and uh, Horatio Sands because I've I've always been a big fan of Horatio Sands. I feel like he doesn't get enough credit. Yeah, I was a huge fan of Sands too, and uh, the I think that it was the first clip that they showed. I died hysterically when they when i actually saw the actual clip from uh can i say actual again what the fuck the uh clip was they were, again yeah shoot <laughs> they were i think working they were trying to sell like some i forget what it was like a plumbing company or or like electricians or something and fallon did something and sands went to laugh and he goes and blows his mustache right off <laughs> and i was dying at that they showed it on uh I think it might have been late night with Jimmy Fallon one time, and I had uh, I, I had that episode saved for years, and then I accidentally deleted it off my DVR one time. I, I was so disappointed. I always thought that Horatio Sands could have been the next Chris Farley, but it, no one really cashed in on it, or he didn't catch on. Like I just thought that because of like how he was in the movie Tomcats, and there's a scene where he's like fighting with a, a vacuum cleaner or a hose. And it was very – the mannerisms about it was very like Chris Farley-like, like I'm going to fight you and then fall over it and tumble over it. And it was just – I just feel like there was a lot of money to be made with uh, Horatio Sands than there was. I guess maybe his acting skills weren't all there since he breaks every single – I, I thought he was very funny. I don't know. I, I, I oh, and, and on Boat Trip. Him I, and, I, uh, Cuba Gooding Jr.? Yeah, that's very funny. 
But uh, I, I absolutely love that SNL special. Special. And uh, I hope they do more. I think the, the real main event was that. Just marking out, hearing the stories about afterwards. Where, oh yeah, they, where, where about, Dan Aykroyd was Prince, like well, where Dan Aykroyd dying of laughter when Jimmy Fallon was explaining all of it. Yeah, Dan Aykroyd starts on the stage playing blues, and Paul McCartney joins him, and then which it's weird that they they're always leaving uh, Jim. What's his last name? I can't think of the name now. The Blues Belushi. brother. Yeah, Jim Belushi was up there too. I'm pretty sure, and they always leave his name out that he wasn't up there. It's because he's not really, he's not that big. I he had a big show. According to Jim, was a big show. I don't think he's that big of a star. But uh, he was up there, I think. And then Jimmy Jimmy Fallon gets up there and basically just takes over as the host and calls up <laughs> Taylor Swift and they're doing the. Uh, I saw her standing there, and then they do Shake It Off and Paul McCartney's doing Shake It Off. Like that's mind blowing. I, I I died laughing where uh, the guy from the Roots was talking about how Miley Cyrus started singing about her dead turtle. Questlove, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, overall, I'm sure a lot of no, I'm not even going to say that because uh, <laughs> I'm not going to make any allegations on this podcast. A lot of what? A lot of people were riding the white pony. What does that mean? Uh, Drunk. Look it up. Drunk or drugs? Uh. The white pony. Yeah, what does that mean? Drunk pony or drugs? Express. What does that mean? Just tell me. No, nah, no, nah, I'm not making any allegations. You're on not this making stuff. any That's... allegations. You're telling me what the fuck a white pony is. But let's. It's a white pony. But let's take it home. I also uh, liked. I also had another market moment of the week. Oh, I was watching Marin on uh, Netflix because they aired the show on IFC. It's like Louie, but with Mark Marin. Mark Marin has a podcast, and in one of the opening scenes of the episode from the new season. That's on Netflix. Uh, CM Punk was there, being interviewed by Mark Marin. I didn't had no idea that he had a cameo. All right, so, so go check out Mark Marrow. Awesome. Marin, M A R O N. Thank you very much. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Thank you very much for everyone for listening. Go check out our past episodes, MarkingOut.com or iTunes or Stitcher Radio. Uh, promote us. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Tell your girlfriends, boyfriends. Family, everyone that you could think of, tell them about Marking Out. Spread the good word. Um, follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash Marking Out. Facebook, facebook.com slash Marking Out. Go follow me on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore M-O. Go follow Brandon on Twitter at BTTG161. If you want to be a, music, a musician, have your songs featured on a future episode, email us at MarkingOut1 at gmail.com. And we wish you the best of luck in your future endeavors. Have a fantastic week.